Ladies and gentlemen, our national anthem. All right, are we all ready? Oh man, hey man. <laughs> Folks are talking about Fergie was the worst <laughs> rendition ever. Man, you don't, don't ever disrespect the goat like that, man. <laughs> Carl Lewis, man. <laughs> hey. Hey man, but shout uh, out to uh Fergie for chopping up that anthem. Man, I loved it. Yeah, she uh, fucked that up. She fucked that up. I mean, 187 to the anthem. Goodness gracious. I'm glad it was a white person, though. If somebody's going to fuck up the anthem and make America look bad, I'm glad it was a white person. Wakanda forever. <laughs> yeah, hey, man, the anthem been trashed to be. So you just added jazz, a jazz vibe to a track that was already trash. So just jazz trash. <laughs> That's what it is, man. But, uh... <laughs> Everybody, man, this is the Views from the Seven Podcast, Episode Three. This is your guy Spence, man, joined by the homie T Fats, Yo, Ivan, aka Positive Pete, and my homeboy Skinny. Yeah, we in here. What up, fellas? Not much. Another day, another dollar. Man, holla! I feel you, man. It's been a long motherfucking week for me, man. It's man, a long, beautiful week for me, man. I'm, proud, I'm proud to be black. Beautiful. I can't say if. Yeah, absolutely. I, I've never been prouder to be a black man in America. Oh, Lord. Facts. <laughs> Here we go. Wakanda forever. Man, this a- my son been playing this AAU shit, man. It's been stressing me out, man. Man, I'm uh, I'm, I'm on the fence about AAU, man. Like, I, I kind of feel like it's fucking up the game a little bit, but at the same time, it's kind of like. Oh, ooh. yeah, the politics is trash. Are, are they teaching them fundamentals? Well, you know, no, these kids be hooping. Okay. But the politics is trash. But, man, you know, my son was out there playing. You know, my, my son gets down, man. Is he nice? Yeah, yeah he nice. He real nice. But. I got to go see him. You go I against gotta, You know, I haven't seen him play in forever. Yeah, man. Since we was on the basketball court, like, hoop dreams. But then, the you know, you know when he step on the court and then another kid step on the court. Yeah, you got to test just, that heart. Just like, yeah, we got some work to do. Got heart. Hey, man, that heart, that heart will overcome a lot of that. You know, this past weekend, I think he played the best team on the West Coast twice. Sheesh. Then he played uh, one game where this team was like goddamn Golden State Warriors, (laughs) man. (laughs) Dude hit like 10 threes, man, like it was in his sleep. What grade? 11, 12. Oh, oh my God. So he's a senior. No, 11, 12 years old. 12 years old. old. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At that age, they're already ranking him. So it's big big business already. And then, you know, after that game, we ended up fucking playing a team that was like the motherfucking bad boy Pistons. Yeah. Couldn't play for a lick, man, with they was putting hands on them. Oh, <laughs> oh man, they was putting hands on them. You need one of those. Oh, but, you know, these kids, man, be out there hooping, you know. I just, with my, you know, with my son, put in the work, man, but I don't want no socially awkward-ass kid either. 
where you just all you know is basketball. You know what I'm saying? Shit, it worked for Kobe. Yeah, but look how Kobe is hella socially awkward. He can hoop though. Yeah, but he yeah, five rings. Tim Duncan. He probably like, made three. Five rings. I want him to have a family too. Kobe got three kids. Five and rings. A wife. Yeah, but with five I rings. Just, he's just hella socially awkward. Like, you just when you talk to him, you just stare at him like, "What the fuck are you talking?" Yeah, about? Yeah, but socially but, awkward people end up being the superstars. Like, absolutely. Majority I, of the superstars. Yeah, but I have a personality too, man. It was. I mean, it's a. I'm a. You know, my Spurs, baby. I'm a Tim Duncan fan, but can you imagine fucking having a conversation just like Tim Duncan seems like he's Spurs roster forever had been socially awkward. Man, whatever. Y'all relax. Every See, now we getting that's going way too fucking. But far. Pop though, I think I think I could like really fuck with Pop though. Yeah, I think Pop I could really on a, kick on with Pop. A, you know, articulate level, <laughs> intellectual yeah. level. I, I hang out with Pop. Yeah. You want to go to Dre's tonight? You know, Chris Brown in town, baby. Let's go. Let's go <laughs> no, to Dre's. He ain't doing that. I know he a wine drinker though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Connoisseur. So what up, man? Ivan. Shit. This weekend was. It was good, man. It was cool. Like uh, like you know, I, I keep telling y'all, me and my son be butting heads and shit. So, I hadn't seen him in like a couple of weeks, but he came. I I went and got him to see Black Panther, and uh, you know, he was cool. We after we after after we watched the movie, we had a little conversation or whatever about it. And then you know, I was like, you know, uh, we probably going over Papa House tomorrow to eat. You know, if you want to come. Holla at me. And I didn't think he was. I just was, you know, being the father. And, I, and he yeah. was like, all right. But he called me the next day and he came through. And uh, so, like, m- Monday, we were off. It was President's Day. So I spent the day teaching him how to put on the condom. <laughs> oh. And teaching oh. him how to drive. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I feel it. When I first started, man, I was like, Psh. Yeah, man. I was putting condoms on my damn feet. Yeah. Oh, you wild. Oh, that man. Wild. But that one time. That I just was like, I don't have one. Oh man, I changed my life. Yeah, oh yeah, it's gonna change your life once you hit that thing raw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I ain't ready to be that. a grandpa. Though. I'm, I'm, not, I'm still on the on the on the Shit, early part man. of my thirties, man. Look, I ain't ready for that. He had that age too, man. He already told me the white girl told him she could feel on his butt. And all this other shit. So I'm like, nah, man. Like, if we gonna do it, we gotta do it right. So I gotta teach you how to put this condom on. I dig it. Fats, what up, man? Not much. Feeling real godly after uh, seeing that movie yesterday, Black Wakanda, Panther. Wakanda forever. Forever. <laughs> feeling oh, real godly. Man. Feeling like the uh, fat version of Michael B. Jordan right now. <laughs> <laughs> like Killmonger. Skinny? Oh, man, I had a crazy week. Crazy week, crazy weekend. You know, it was my birthday weekend. So I went and got my daughter Friday. And, you know, we kicked it. And then, you know, going up into going to watch Black Panther. So for me, this week was a... Uh, a lesson learned. I need to. I guess I got to teach how my stepson how to put a condom on. I ain't taught him that. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, man. That shit's real out there. Yeah. So it was a lesson learned for me, man. I had a couple words with my stepkids. They kind of was mad they didn't get to come out and watch Black Panther mm. with me. So I had to. Man, yeah, that's I had that that's conversation. Tough. Hey, but, man. But at least y'all, you high school. Yeah, freshman. He in high school too, right? Freshman. See, mine sixth oh, grade. So right now we at that stage where I gotta be like, hey, man. It's time Stay to away start, from though. these girls. It's time you know to start, though. They start early, man. Yeah, because I'm, you know, seventh grade coming up. That's when we're going to have that. Yeah. How do you that kick that conversation time. off, though? Right? Well, shit, I got, now, I got a four-year-old. So now I'm, they already at the stage now where, they, you know, the kids at the high school, the middle school is talking about Pornhub and shit. Uh, so now you're shit. like, hey, man. <laughs> you got to start. Mean, yeah, What you doing with your dick, man? Everything yeah. is open because, like, even now, well, my daughter, my daughter is only eight. 
when she picks songs in the car from Spotify, it's always like sexually like that's like yeah, this, see, uh, it's the kid like the kids even. that's fifteen and sixteen is making songs now. Is, that's what they're talking about. Oh, yeah, Bro, I hate it, man. I man, I told you, I, man, I posted the other day, man, motherfucking. TLC, no scrubs came on in the car, right? We driving and shit, man. My girls are singing this shit to the top of their lungs, like feeling every lyric. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, turn this trash off, man. You know what I mean? All this negative energy. Should have went back and played that no pigeons. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. I should have. Yeah. But uh, man, goddamn it, man. We've been going at it all week about this movie, and now we have all seen it. But uh, before we get into the the film, did y'all see the previews? I didn't. Uh, I didn't. The, the the version the version of the movie I went to was at AMC Town Square. Uh, the first night the theme was, um, it was dashikis, and the second night was coming to America uh, theme. I, I went to the first night which was dashikis, and so uh, first of all, shout out to Urban Vegas. Uh, y'all put on a great show. They had African dancers in the movie, so um, they had like a group of like they had African dancers, they had drummers, the whole nine. That's lit. And they came in and they danced. You know, I, I probably got there about seven forty. The movie was, it was like an eight o'clock start time, and they pretty much danced up until the movie started. So once they got done dancing, then he talked a little bit. The, it went straight to the movie. So I missed the previews. Wow, I'm the only one that fucking seen them. I guess so. Well, hey man, look, motherfucking DC got to get it together. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that. I'm sick though. of this talking about this shit every week, man. DC, D- but fucking Venom looks amazing. Venom does look amazing. I, I, you know, I'm here for Ant Man. I'm not the greatest fan, but I'm here for it. I didn't even uh, watch the first Ant Man. Deadpool, that's just gonna kill yeah, everything. I yeah, Deadpool I want to see that. I'm not. I didn't like Deadpool like that. What? what? I didn't. Man, like, see, and I'm, I think I'm weird man. because a lot of people said Wonder Woman was like a great movie, but I was like, it was cool. Wonder Woman was cool. Nah, Wonder Woman I was think, trash. I think Wonder Woman was good for DC. Nah. Yeah, I think it was. It, it was, was a good life. for DC, but it played on, you know, it, the emotions of. It, it was trash to me. The more it was, feminine. It was, it was cool. Like, like yeah, it was alright. It was their first movie that had a lighter tone. All their movies have had a darker tone, so that was the first movie that had a lighter. But I like tone that shit. I like dark. You know what I mean? I like dark, realistic movies. I don't like that old that. Corny uh, ass punchline shit. That, that Gotham City, that Gotham City for the ghetto shit is old now. Like nigga, we need bright visuals. Yeah, like, and we see what happened. You had fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger playing motherfucking Freeze. Uh, yeah, that shit was, that that was shit hard. Was tra- nah, that what? shit was hard. Man, that's a look, classic to me. Nah, that, nah that's so hard. Y'all, that was y'all, not, y'all not gonna do yeah, that. That's like my Jim childhood. The no, no. Even though y'all he was wilding, funny, he was funny. Nah. I think the be- the best nah, one was nah, the uh, the one with Michelle Pfeiffer and and and, and Danny DeVito was uh, with the penguin. Yes, yeah. yeah. But that was Tim Burton. That wasn't. That was the darker tone ones. You know, after after the second Tim Burton film is when they got with the colorful shit. That shit was the wild. trash. Shit. That shit was terrible. That was oh, man. The one with, like, what, Poison Ivy? Yeah. That shit was hard. Yeah. That shit was... Yeah. That's my childhood. That was, that's hard. That shit was Then you had the one with motherfucking George Clooney. Was it George Clooney? George Clooney. When they had the nipples on the Batman. Batman and Robin. Who was the villain in that? You gonna pierce them motherfuckers, too? Who was the villain in that? I don't even remember who the villain in that one was. Oh, shit. The George Clooney one? That was Freeze. So who no no George Clooney wasn't freeze. They had a what was that dude name they played in? Um, George Clooney was freeze. Val Kilmer was a uh, Joker in, not Joker. Uh, Two Face and Val Kilmer had Bane had freeze. Two no. Face Bane. He had Riddler. The Riddler. 
He had Freezing uh, Freezing Riddler was in the same had, movie. He had Poison Ivy. I thought that I was don't George, know Clooney. Who George, George Clooney. George Clooney was the one when they George panned Clooney, that I, I remember George Clooney was the one with and he Freeze. Had the Joker, right? No, George Clooney had Not the one Joker. with Freeze for show. Sure. Val was Kilmer was the one when they came in with uh with uh Rock uh Jack Nicholson as a Joker? No, that's the first one. That's the first one. That's uh Michael Keaton. Okay. Val Kilmer was the one when they came in with Robin. Michael Keaton. And then Batgirl. No, Robin. No, Val Kilmer was Riddler. Val Kilmer was Riddler for show. That was George Clooney. He's right. That was. No, George Clooney had Robin. George Clooney had Robin. Robin. No, Val Kilmer had Robin. No. Man, I don't know, man. They was trash anyway. All that shit was bad. Yeah. All that colorful. Circus, circus ass shit, man. But the colorful movies is the ones that's winning. They said, yeah, because it's the kids. I'm not a motherfucking kid. I don't want to see was that a shit. Kid back I was then, a kid so too. <laughs> even, even now, even uh, they said that this last Thor was uh, the best Thor because it was a departure from yes. the darker tone than the first two Thors. That's what I read. Look, I love Marvel movies, but I am for DC. They losing right now. DC is the Kelly Rowland of Destiny's Child. <laughs> Losing, yeah, they got to take that. Clearly, Marvel's Beyonce. For right now, <laughs> clearly, clearly, Marvel's Beyonce. But DC is the more talented one. Well, Beyonce is a star. Yeah, because she got the fucking better team behind her. Whose fault is that? Right now, motherfucker. With Black Panther, goddamn, DC, Marvel is fucking DC Beyonce in DC, the fan. DC will never catch up. DC will never catch up. It's too late. DC will never catch up. They they don't have again. They don't have any continuity. Like they even not, even with their TV shows, like it's like three different versions of Superman on TV. DC is killing right now in the cartoon section. In the cartoon section, cartoons. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm, they I'm, cartoons. I'm like, with the cartoons. You have to watch their cartoons though. They cartoons is like they cartoons. The cartoons hard. They even starting to cuss now. I think they they, yeah, cartoons they rated, they rated R. Yeah, but I'm with the cartoons. But I want to see some shit in the theaters. Live action. Now, what are the live action? Well, shit maybe they like? need to make a cartoon theater movie. <laughs> man, but uh, now to the movie. Did it exceed you guys' expectations? It met my expectations. It did exactly what I wanted to do, which was put positive black imagery on the screen. For me, it did what I expected. Okay. I, didn't, I wasn't going too far, too deep into it. I just expected it to be a good movie. Okay. What's the grade? Me, the grade is A plus. Ten out of ten. Give me an A. I give it a B. What the fuck? Yeah, okay, let's get into it, man. So you say the imagery. Imagery. That's what I like for me. For me, and I'm, this has been my thing from day one. I'm always as a father. Like I look at things as a father now more so. So as a father, I've always wanted to put positive black images in front of my kids. Like for me, my kids, uh, my girls went to private school. That first few years, yeah, and they were surrounded by nothing but white people, and so I've always wanted my daughter's standard of beauty to look like her. So, okay. and when I say that, I mean when you think of a beautiful woman, I want it to be a, a dark skin, a, a brown skinned woman with black hair and brown eyes, as opposed to a, a lighter skinned woman, a white woman. No, no offense to white people, but I want my daughter. You know, my daughter's a black woman. She's yeah. going to be a black woman. I don't want her standard of beauty to be a white woman with blonde hair and blue eyes, because. I don't. I don't want her having to chase that image her whole life because that's when you see women getting contacts and dyeing their hair blonde and all this other shit. Nah, I want you to look. I want to, when you look in the mirror. I want you to to see something beautiful, and not see what you need to improve upon. Yeah. So from that perspective, I've always tried to put positive black images, especially women, in front of my daughters. So this thing, you know, it, talking to my daughter, I, I I went and saw it twice. I saw it with my cousin Friday night. I saw it. Saturday afternoon with my kids. Yeah. 
And when I talked to her about it, you know, she, I mean, she's eight, so she didn't have a, a critique about it, but she was like, oh, it was a good movie. I'm like, cool. I was like, so, and later on down in the road, like a few, like a few minutes later, I was like, so what do you think about doing, um, being Okoye, which was the leader of the door. Okay, yeah, yeah, hold we, okay. The imagery. We gonna, just the imagery. Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay. That, so I was like, what do you think about being her for Halloween? Mm. And she was like, that would be cool. And her face kind of lit up. And it shocked me because I know she wanted to be Mal from uh, The Descendants yeah. before. I guess she switched to Uma, which is another black girl. So I was I was happy with that yeah. when she told me that. But just the fact that she got excited about being a black woman, it made my heart jump. Mm. So for me, so for me, it did exactly what I wanted to do, which was put a positive black image. Yeah, and even with my son, like he was like, it gave me a different perspective on Africa. He's like, in America, we look at Africa a certain kind of way, but this gave me a different perspective, and I thought it was cool. So just just for me, it did exactly what I wanted to do. Like you know, beyond everything else I've seen, I've read on the internet, I've seen a woman say, uh, because of the movie, she's going to start looking to her roots. See, uh, start researching her roots or whatever. So it just, it, I, this is, I want, it did, like I said, again, it did what I wanted to do. Like, I wanted to see positive black imagery. I wanted to see black people come together. And it kind of did that for me. So, okay. I'm, plus, it was a dope ass movie. The movie by itself, without, without all the external and everything, all the internal conversations you can have about mm-hmm. it, and all the underlying messages, as a movie itself, it was dope. It was a dope yeah, movie. We're going to break it down. We're going to break it down. Okay. Uh, Fats? Yeah, I, I love the imagery. I mean, the female warriors. What else did they have? They had They had it all. I mean, it, it really did it for me. Skinny? For me, it was the same. Like, I liked the imagery for one of the reasons. What imagery, motherfucker. Yeah, that word. <laughs> because, <laughs> hey, I'm going to keep fucking that word up, y'all. <laughs> No, my, it's my fault. But no, nah, because of my daughter, like, she knew we was going to see it yeah. once I had went and got her. So she knew we was going to see it. So we was watching a um a thing. I, I don't know if it was on Fox or whatever it was on, but they were speaking on the movie. And when they spoke on it, they said the women are uh, the fighters. The women are the main part of the movie yeah. and all that. She was like, oh, dad, the women, it's all about the women. Like, it's about the women. So she yeah. she was big on that. So I thought that was dope. Yeah, that was and important. Then, with with my daughter, it's the same. She always she's in California. She lives in California. She lives in the suburban area. So she all she has really is white friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So her her hair being the way her hair is, it was always a conversation and all this stuff is conversation. Like when I would buy her different stuff and she would download apps with doing beauty on women. It was always white. I'm like, why yeah. you got white girls? Now she's more so like that. That don't look like me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And she's not okay. for it. So for me. It did what I wanted it yeah. to do, you know. And then Absolutely. my little nephew was in the movie theater with the Black Panther action figure, like yeah, that's, yeah. moving his hands with the movie. So <laughs> I thought that was dope, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So for me, yeah, it, it did what I wanted it to do. Okay. Well, man, like all y'all said, you know, the imagery was amazing. Oh, damn. Oh, wait, see? <laughs> hey. oh, that's, oh, that's karma oh, like oh. a motherfucker. Their layers kicked in already. Oh man, the, the imagery was amazing, man. You know. You know, I love the fact that it, you know so much melanin, man. Absolutely. Uh, uh, you know, showing Africa and the beautiful state that it is, and not the horrible, the horrible imagery that we're programmed to have Absolutely. here in, in America. Um, I love the fact that the common theme throughout the movie is that we are nothing without our women, and that you know behind every strong black man is a strong black woman, even though most of the times we don't listen. True. 
I'm looking for my strong black woman. Where you at, boo? <laughs> Look. <laughs> Look. Where you at? He on Tinder right now. I, I hope you got some big titties, too. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> and I, uh, I love the fact that, man, they showed our women kicking ass, man. Man. Yeah, I love that. We they wasn't just cooking. They wasn't just cooking and shit. They was kicking some ass. Akoye was no joke, boy. No man. joke. And, uh, you know, towards the end of the film, when, uh, was that, Wakabi? Name Wakabi? Who? Wakabi. Wakabi. Who? When his wife, him and his wife had the showdown. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember yeah, his yeah, 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 man, you going. know, he got, he got, when he got on one knee. On, and, on the rhino. You yeah, know, yeah. And, sur- and, surrender, and surrendered. That was, like, powerful to me. That was That imagery power. right yeah. there, yeah. man. Not for the kids, but for us men. Man. Absolutely. So, I, I have a question. So, do you think... As black men, we should be submissive because we're always looking for our women to be submissive. Absolutely. Should we I be do. submissive to our, our black women? I do. I think. Well, I mean, that's a word that is too... And I'm not saying be a bitch the or Bi- nothing like that. The Bible that. has made it where that word puts a stranglehold on our women as if they have to be like almost like slaves. Yeah. They have to listen to us. They have to do what we say. Yeah. No. Okay. Like... Our women are, are kind of like they're stronger than us. Yeah, mentally, absolutely, true. Physically, I mean, not, but and, and spiritually too. And if we just true. took the time to listen to them more, we would we could go much further than what we are now. I, I agree with saying? that. Um, earlier, you know, when uh, T'Challa asked uh, him to stop fighting. Right. You know, dude started fighting even harder. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's, you know, once his wife is like, look, chill out. You know, I yeah. kill you. <laughs> yeah, she's for the call. She <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With all all that. That. She was with all that. You know what I'm saying? Um, Yeah, man, and the sister. Sure. You know? She was dope. Yeah, that was dope. Making her the and scientist. Yeah. yeah. Like, that, that is hard. the imagery right there. Yeah, genius, but, like, but, like, genius level, though. She yeah. wasn't, like, you they know said saying? she's supposed to be um, smarter than Iron Man. I believe it. Did you see? The, the the technology was amazing. Crazy. And, and and again, going back to imagery, like for me, how many pe- how many how many black kids, not even black, how many kids are gonna be like, man, I wanna study math and science because I wanna be the next Shuri. I wanna mm. I wanna I wanna make I wanna make gadgets like that. Like that was so mm. cool. Like to me, I like I I don't think it's a far fetched thing this for to say as a kid right now trying to figure out how to be the next Shuri. Yeah, because it's she's a she's a scientist, a smart ass scientist, and that's not far fetched. You know what I'm right. saying? She's not jumping on buildings. Right. She's not. She doesn't have superpowers. She's hella smart, and that's something that can be attained. Not just, but she wasn't just smart. She was smart and funny and cool. Like Absolutely. She made science cool. Like Absolutely. that's a transcendent character. And um, you know the the scene where they were was that was that the underground casino they were in? Yes. And uh. Man, she jumped off the the little rail. Yeah, Okoye. Hey. Oh man, mm. I was like, ooh, look, man, look the fight scenes, the fight scenes in that movie and the action was was all there up until. Yeah, know, but when she, you know, when she was on top of the car during the chase, that was dope. With the with her spear, when she, when she the spear. The spear. Oh, man. that was hard. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's the shit. You know, I'm looking at my, you know, my daughter's. You know, I'm like, yeah, see, yeah, that's what that it was. there, yeah, that there. And like I said, the scientist thing because they can go out there. with they can go out into the world and be like, well, 
I may not have superpowers, but I can be a scientist. Yes, you know what I'm saying. I can change the world through my through my brains. Yes. And that was what that was the imagery. I was like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying that can um that sticks right there. Uh, so Spence, do you go back on any of your words prior to the movie? No. We talking about the movie. We talking about imagery right now. When see when we were no when we were going back and forth, when we were going back and forth, people kept confusing the mindset versus the movie. So when I was talking about people's mindset, people's mindset, you were thinking like, after this, after we see this movie, we finna unify. This gonna be a revolution around this motherfucker. No, the movie's been out almost a week now, and what are we talking about? It is an amazing fucking movie. But at the end of the day, it is an amazing fucking movie. That's it. That's it. And that's all I was saying. People were confusing that with me shitting on the movie. And I wasn't. Now, I do agree with all of you that the imagery that our kids seen can change, you know, can possibly change their lives or the road that they're headed down now. Right. You know what I mean? Us there is We don't know how many kids are thinking about being scientists right now. Because us as kids, we didn't. We didn't have this. No. Like we 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 have Meteor Man. And Blank Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no explanation needed. No explanation needed. <laughs> but um also, man, um, you know, she also um what was her name? Shuri. Not Shuri. Okoye. Okoye. The gym about, you know, she w- when they were walking into the club and she mentioned that she hated her wig. She threw that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And she was much more comfortable being natural the way she was. And at that Absolutely. point, she was bald headed. That says a lot. A lot. Yeah. A lot. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I felt that part. Um, uh, uh, I want it, but okay. I'm going to let y'all have it because I want y'all to get more, you know, throw more, throw more of the positive shit out there before I start. I mean, I. For me, it, was, it that's what it was about, really. But again, like I've again, I've seen people say, because of the movie, they're more interested in finding out where they came from or where they where they're from. I saw I saw the interview with Chadwick Boseman where he was talking about instead of going to ancestry.com, there's a place called African Ancestry, and it'll actually tell you what tribe. Now I'm kind of skeptical, like where do they get this information from? Yeah, I need to see who funds it. Right, I'm, I was, I was trying. I, that's what I was kind of like. Where, where, how do they identify that? Like, I need to know more about it. But like, that would be dope to be able to say you came from this tribe in this country. What I thought was dope was um the director, the director. He had an interview and he spoke on how we do a lot of stuff that they do in Africa, like mm-hmm. um right or whatever. So when he spoke on that, I thought that was kind of dope because me, I'm the type of person. I'm like, look, I don't got no family directly from Africa, so. You know, I don't really identify like that. I'm not too far in the motherland. Woke, I'm not that dude. So <laughs> when when he was saying that, like that we just, it's automatic. I think he spoke on like watermelon. Right. How watermelon is a big thing in Africa when he went out there and he was like out here. It's kind of like a joke. You know what right. I'm saying? Like they, they talk about us and they pick on us for liking watermelon to the, yeah. to the point that a lot of black people try to not say they like watermelon. Yeah. Or try to go against watermelon. So I thought that was dope. Hearing his perspective from going to Africa, yeah, right, it, it made me kind of want to go. Like I didn't never want to go to Africa. Besides, when I watched Belly and Nas was like, "We're going to the motherland." <laughs> so that made me want to be like, "Well, maybe I do want to visit one time." Because I always looked at it that they Africans, they don't like us. You know what I'm saying? Like they're Africans, they don't like African Americans. That's yeah. how we always Agreed. viewed it. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that that was better mindset. for me. Okay, I had the same mindset. Even though I kind of, even though I kind of did hear about watermelon before, I just 
uh, it came to prominence because of slavery and because that's something that you can eat and it keeps the water inside you or whatever, how that works. So I, I did kind of know about the watermelon thing, but hearing him talk about how they are in Africa, that definitely made me want to say, you know what? I kind of had uh, every other place in the world but Africa at the top of my bucket right. list. Exactly. So maybe I need to, re- you know, other than, you know, we talked about the water crisis. I don't know how, you know, how that plays a part into travel, travel and tourism, but yeah. Other than that, like going to see going to see where you came from, like, okay. like knock Africa up a few notches. I still want to go to Bora Bora though, and I still want to go swim with sharks. But <laughs> okay, so uh, let's get into Killmonger, man. Uh, you know, in my opinion, you know, he stole every scene that he was in. Facts. Um, I felt every bit of the rage he possessed. Facts. Um, he is the depiction of the angry black man stereotype, filled with black rage. I think his was more justified though. Like I think he, uh, I think his rage was justified. Like I was denied my birthright. Yeah, it, it was justified to me, definitely. I, in in my opinion, he walked a thin line between being a victim and just in another enraged black man without a plan. I didn't I didn't see victim at all, actually. Like I, you didn't see victim. I didn't see victim at all. When I look at Killmonger, if I'm if I'm being honest. If I look at this film and see anybody that represents me, it was Killmonger. Like, but you didn't see a victim. No, I didn't see a it, victim. He has to represent a victim with all that hate in his heart, which I felt like he uh, represented the African-American man and feeling abandoned, say, by Africa. Yeah. Because they never came back for us. They could have waged a war for us. They I, let us go. They like... Here, y'all can have. I don't. I don't know if it's like that. I don't know if it's in history that they came back for us. But from my knowledge, they never came back for us. Uh, well, I mean, like I said, man, it's a thin line, you know. Uh, but to say he's not a victim, I mean, his own people killed his father, and when he went yeah. to Wakanda, you know, I could you could see that the sense of being an outcast and being treated like a criminal, where he's from enraged him even more yeah but i don't uh but he was already i don't think that contributed to his rage he was already like that no kill he he was he's the product of you know the white supremacist nature in the united yeah. states we all feel it we've all been through it we've all felt it True. we all feel it but the point to where i think the point to where you start feeling anger seeing other people oppressed other people killed other people jailed and locked up Innocently, you know what I mean. Wars being raised on your community—that's when you start to feel the rage. When it goes just outside of your walls, yeah. right? But I—I I don't. I think the, I don't. You said victim. I don't believe he's a victim. We're all victims. I, I believe he was. Yeah, but you, you're only a victim if you allow yourself to be a victim. I think he, he took, did. He took how so? How the though? rage? Okay, that the, man was angry. He was. Yeah, so you ha- yeah, you have to be holding to on to something. To know that your own people killed your father. You but hold that in for so He was a kid when that happened. Right. You mm-hmm. hold that in for so long, plus you start witnessing everything. You see, his father was already talking about it. That's why his father turned on him in the first place, because of what was going on in America. So his father was giving that to him. Then he experienced it. Yeah, then you, you got the white supremacist nature that you're growing up in. Then your own people kill your father. Then you go there, and they still treat you like an outcast and a criminal. He walked in with the little handcuffs on. 
when when he killed Claw, that was supposed to be like his quote unquote good deed. Now he had a hidden agenda, but that was like his good deed. When he went to Wakanda, he had the body bag, yeah, and he still walked into the castle or whatever you want to call it in shackles. Right. Does that not make him a victim of his circumstance? Of his circumstance, yeah, of his circumstance, yeah. That changes that changes how you look at it. But like, I don't look at him as a victim. I think he took everything that happened to him and he turned it into motivation. Like, I don't, I don't think I don't look at motivated people as victims because he took it. He said, "Okay, I was abandoned here. My my people, my my family killed my father. Yeah. Okay, so I took that and I, I turned it into motivation. Like, I went to MIT and got educated. I went yeah. to." You know the, the the military, and I learned how to kill. Like I took everything that happened to me, and I turned it into a purpose. The purpose was nefarious, but if we if we as a people can turn what happens to us and 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 generate a purpose, then I don't think that makes us victims. But at some point, you have to let that hurt go, not to become that victim. That's that's what it's about. If you're gonna grow, at some point you grow. Not that you've grown enough. But you have to let it go once you get to a certain point. He had all the battle scars. He he became king, but he never wanted to let that anger go. At what point do we let that anger go? Uh, that's, oh, hell, that's a good question. And then he said himself that he learned from white people. He wanted to do what they did yeah. to us yeah. back to them. At that, that's rage. That's that's hurt. Um, right. He disrespected his elders and the women. Yeah. He was killing his own. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He he had an objective, but it was hijacked because he was so fucking angry. And that happens to most of us. We have mm-hmm. a plan, but deep down inside, our feelings it just sometimes it it takes us on a on a different path. I can agree you know with what that. I'm saying. So everything, he had all the right, he had all the right ideas. He wanted to unify his community. He wanted to empower his community. Agreed. But because he was so angry, he was doing the complete opposite. Fact. You get what I mean? Uh, Everything he said he wanted to do. He wanted to use vibranium to go back, you know, to help the oppressed. Right, the oppressed, the other oppressed, melanated individuals, but he was also doing the very same thing he wanted to help them for. So white supremacy kills us. White supremacy disrespects us, and he was doing the exact same thing. Yeah, when he got over there, like the him saying, "You do this," and then when the lady didn't do, it, you know, when they wasn't for it, like burn all that, and when she wasn't for it, him choking her mm-hmm. out, and you know what I'm saying, like he went right to the disrespect. He yeah. didn't. And he wasn't he wasn't willing to to learn to listen. He wasn't mm-hmm. willing. Once he went over there, he already looked at himself as an outcast. He he yeah. wasn't willing to learn or listen to them to understand. Like when uh, T'Challa, that's his name, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he had said like basically like he was telling like I didn't do that to you. You know what I'm saying? My father did that, and and he was willing to right his father's wrong. And he wasn't trying to hear it. Like I'm I'm not trying to hear none of that. Like you a part of his blood, and I'm a part of my father's blood. So let's let's do this. He beat T'Challa straight up. Let's he get did. that. Yeah, he Let's did. get that right. But that that W that win, he didn't get no respect from that. It was all fear. Everybody started running as soon as he won. Yeah. So 
in turn, not everybody, you, not everybody, most of, most of every border tribe, the border tribe yeah. people, they was with it. Most of the people in Wakanda kind of ran, was crying. Yeah, but you got you, you have to think though. When you look at it from that perspective, the border tribe was with it. The border tribe is who deals with the outsiders. Only the people that only the people from the other tribes that are inside the, that yeah. are inside the city that are isolated within themselves had a different feeling. The people had, that have to deal with the outsiders, which is the border tribe, they agree with them. So what does that say? The border tribe was the men, right? The border tribe was the men with the shields. Okay. Those are the people mm-hmm. that deal with that that protect the border to keep the outsiders out. Those so the people that deal with other people. But he was also angry and upset. Because the man who killed his father, too, I believe, Claw. was still, nobody was doing nothing about it. So he was he had a different agenda, too. You know what I mean? He did. True. So he was looking more, he was, look more, he was looking at it more like, okay, to, you know, to Shiloh lost, he's no longer the king. So now we can go for who did this. No, 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 but... Claw was already Claw was already dead by the time T'Challa lost the throne, though. So he his motivation wasn't to look for Claw mm-hmm. anymore. He just was feeling what old boy was talking about. And to me, that yeah. says a lot. Like, okay, y'all up here, like, like he said when he first walked in the throne, y'all up here comfortable. Y'all yeah. eating good. Like y'all isolated from what's really going on out in the rest yeah, of the world. Absolutely. Every, I felt all that. Every and even even the spy, like even the spy, Lupita, played by Lupita Nyongo. Yeah. She had a different perspective on yeah. how, how what needs to happen outside of these borders. So that's how I, that's how I, I maybe maybe I'm yeah. wrong. I, I I'm wrong sometimes. It's not it's not very often. It's all but, right, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but just the people the people that dealt with the outside world had a different opinion yeah. of the outside world than the people who were isolated themselves within Wakanda. Yeah. So maybe right. maybe why why you're saying he, the, these people are victims or they're they, they're angry? Like maybe experience not maybe, those people Killmonger. Okay, but just. The people who have the people who are isolated and are only concerned with the Wakanda feel differently than the people who have to actually deal yeah, with the rest of the outside choice. world. That's by choice, though. Um, we'll get to that. Uh, anybody else got any thoughts about Killmonger? I, I thought he was dope. I mean, I think I think we basically covered it. You know, I thought Kill. I like the Killmonger as a character because I, I felt we where he was coming it, from, yeah. from him being American coming back to Africa. Absolutely, and I felt that because of. Me, like I said, I, going into it, I wouldn't even care to go back to Africa because I feel like they hate us. So, you know, it's kind of like, with me, it's kind of like Vegas and Cali. Like, they don't like us, we don't like them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, we, but we're but we so close. Yeah. So, with me, that's how I looked at it. So, that was a, a eye-opener, I guess you could say. It was an eye-opener to see the that T'Challa was willing to, he was willing to accept Killmonger had Killmonger hadn't died, you know, he was telling them, like, you know, we can, I can heal you. Yeah, but you're going to be in bondage. Yeah, but True. he was saying, like, I, it, that probably wouldn't have been the outcome. You know what I'm saying? I don't think so. But he I never think he denied was, it, though. But he, he after, after, all of that, after all of that that happened, there was no way they were just going to be walking side to side, like, hey, man, look, man, we homies now. Nah. How many, how many okay, just speaking on movies. How many Marvels do we see that where the, the the villain or some end up they end up being cool or whatever like it it happens sometimes like in some some yeah, cases to that degree to that degree though I don't know if it happened to that degree but I'm just saying he was willing to heal the man yeah but but why though 
that was his blood. This is my family. This ain't just yeah. a, this ain't just yeah. A, he a said dude. this is my cousin. Right. This ain't just somebody that's just trying to knock me off. This is my blood family. He, like this is my. He admitted that his father was wrong. Right. You know, so he was willing to help. I believe. Would he, would he have done that if this was just somebody off the street though? I think mm. if they wouldn't have had that first fight, it would have been a whole other. But since he was so angry and he was like, "No, we gonna fight," because you know, Tashala didn't want to fight him. You know, he wanted more of an understanding from him. I believe that's the way I view the not movie. A, not not when they were in the throne room, though. In the throne room, he was just trying yeah, to get I, rid in of the throne dude. room. He's like, I want to hear shit about you, yeah, right? I don't give but shit. now this is my blood, right? So now you have no choice but to hear what I'm talking about. Like I, I he, I don't know. Like for me, for me, Killmonger is the person. When I look at this movie, he's the person I identify with the most. Absolutely. Even right. though I'm not angry, I don't. I don't want to dominate. I don't want to take over the world or none of that extra. But when I feel, when I look at the dialogue in the movie. If I feel like there's somebody who spoke for me, it was Killmonger. I can admit right. I'm very jaded. So I felt every line. We noticed. Yeah. And I and <laughs> I feel noticed. I feel Killmonger too, but at some point we have to let go of that hate and that anger. And it's not and it's not like let's kill all white people. It's like, no. okay, fuck that. We're gonna build our own. We're gonna do our own thing. Why are we so worried about them when we can be worried about us? Uh, yeah, and if like, how can you say, let's, you know, let's let go of all that hate when shit continues to happen? I could see if it just stopped. And and I'm not saying shit continues let go. To like, I'm not saying right. let it happen. But sometimes we can get so focused on white people and hurting them that it hurts us. True. So it's like at some point we got to let some of that shit go. Not not let this bullshit happen. That's what's happening to us now still. But at some point we got to let that hate I don't, go. I don't. I'm a, but do you let it go without a resolution? Like no, that's no, what I'm no, Like no, Killmonger no, got his he got no. his resolution. He became king. He 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 got rid of T'Challa or whatever. He killed the man. He killed. Um, I can't think of Forrest Whitaker's character's name. Yeah. But like at what point? If without the resolution, at what point do you let it go? Like, he got his resolution, and then he became the king immediately. Like, you can't say, oh, well, you got your resolution. Now it's time for you to start healing. Like, I've only, I only got my resolution yesterday. Like, shit, I need time. I'm human just like everybody else. If I've been, if I've been hurting for the last 20 plus years, I agree with that. Yeah. and I just got my resolution yesterday, I can't be like, all right, well, fuck it. I'm good now. And that's like, where he should have let T'Challa help him. But killing T'Challa was part of his resolution. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's what makes him such a complex character. For me, you killed my fam, my dad, my father. But he didn't. His father did. Yeah, he was but willing you ain't to trying help. Trying to hear that. He Sometimes was trying to. You just somebody, not yeah. trying to hear that. Somebody got to pay for the sins of the, of the father. Man, it's, yeah. We live by those principles. We do, and it's self-destructive. But, I live by some of the same yeah. shit, but at some point, I gotta. I have to grow. Yeah, but I, I will say that it's not about um, hating white people. Yeah, I think, like I said, we I love white people. We our society have, you know, we've come so, we've, we, we've gotten so comfortable with right, wrong, black, white. You know what I'm saying? True. But it's that gray area that nobody pays attention to. True. Mm -hmm. White supremacy is just not about white people anymore because the system is so strong. Some of the biggest carriers of white supremacy look like us. Absolutely. True. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's not it's not necessarily white people anymore. It's a system. So I have a question for you. So you don't think him killing, him going into Wakanda and killing black people is not part of the white supremacist agenda? 
Absolutely. And that's what okay. I was saying. And that yeah. was that okay. was less about that was less about white people than it was the system. That yeah. was the system. He didn't yeah, white people was on his mind, but when he went to Wakanda, he had one objective on his mind. And that mm-hmm. was to kill T- 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 okay. I did like the fact that I ain't hear nigga the whole movie. You would think a kid from Oakland would say nigga at least once. Yeah, yeah. but they said some <laughs> other cringeworthy shit that we gonna get into. Um, T'Challa, what, you, what y'all think of him? I like T'Challa. He was, I mean, I like him as a warrior. Like, uh, I don't know if I would. If he's my king, I, I think I would kind of be like, eh. yeah, he was a coon. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa. I mean, he's a he's a lovable. Fat, he was a he was a lovable character, but come on now, that was fat. He represented Kuhn. Like, come on now. He went for the, the gusto. Man, I think I need a bathroom break. I don't, I don't know if I want to be associated with how this conversation is going. God damn! I ain't even. Man, Hey, that's what I got from it, though. I need, I need I need you that's to expound. What I, got, I need you to expound on that though. I need that's you to what expound I got on from. that. I, you can't just say that and walk away. You got to expound on that one, brother. He he, he let he let he let the white. First of all, he helped the white. He brought the white man into Wakanda, he did. which they told him not to. He did. He brought him in. And the same shit happened, like like the church or whatever you want to call it. White Jesus. We let them in to our um. I don't, I don't, I don't know what you want to call it, hey, but you I, let I, white Jesus going. into, into our realm, and it fucked up a lot of shit. Did we let white Jesus into the realm, or did he? I, it, it was, beat, it was, be, it was beat into us. It was beat into us. But still, that can be a representation Ooh. of that same thing of white Jesus, the white savior. Ooh, this, this, this podcast getting kind of hot, baby. Right, so, before we bitchy, kinda, bitchy, bitchy. God damn, it's getting kind of hot in here, baby. Getting what up, man? Hey, I'm gonna let y'all take this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Right to me, that, that's what I got from no, it. To me, to me, I mean, you can call it that, you know what I mean? But, you know, he was to me the black intellectual. Normally, we see them in college or we see them with degrees or we see them in positions of power that do not care what's going on around them. Cool. Until, <laughs> until it's, it's swept on his porch. He was an isolationist at his core. He did not care what was going on around him. Whatever was in his little box, his little circle, his little four walls, that's what he cared about. Instead of, you know. Like when he said, I'm king of Wakanda, I'm not king yeah. of all nations. Well, we he heard that before, that. huh? Ooh, we heard that from <laughs> Yeah. Um, you know, instead of helping the rest of the world, he kept Wakanda isolated from the rest of the continent and the world. True. But is that wrong, though? Like, Is it I don't, not? I don't is that wrong? Is it I don't think But that so. goes to the I mindset that goes to the mindset of us as black people. We all have different agendas. We can't I, unify on shit. I think this goes with who was it? Killer Mike saying the problem is not that white folks is racist. The problem is we're not racist. Absolutely. So is it But wrong we were that he we were like, talking about this is my people. Yeah, but and when here is my people and I'm I don't care about what's going on outside of my people. Yeah, but see when when Killer Mike is saying that he's looking at a broader perspective when uh what's her name okoye no the other one nakia nakia when nakia and killmonger they were talking about helping other oppressed melanated individuals outside of wakanda not white people people that look like us outside of wakanda and he didn't want none of that what i'm saying is i'm inside this world 
that my father taught me about this world. All I know is this world. You know, all T'Challa knew was his world. True. He didn't really know as much about that outside world until that outside world came onto his doorstep. It, then, exactly. then he was willing to, he, he did towards, the, you know, he did step out there and said, I bought this building, this building, this building, and we're going to do this. Yeah. So once, once it was in his face, he was like, you know what? I can be a part of that but Facts. if i don't know you can't you can't be mad at me for but my see, ignorance i don't know if it wasn't that he didn't know because uh damn man he What's didn't even name? know that he Nairobi? didn't know that, he didn't even nakia? know that his father nakia i'm sorry nakia nakia he rescued her from a mission she said it to him quite a few times that we need to help other people. So it's not that he did not know. He just chose not to listen. Yeah, but can you, can you until fault him? it was swept onto until they beat his ass? Can like, you can you fault him though? Like if you're if you're talking about this is the the one African nation that has not been conquered by outsiders. Like why would you not want to preserve that? Damn, why can't I remember her name, dude? Nakia. Yeah, there you go. But any so to me. When I was watching it, Wakanda is like the black church. And the people of Wakanda are the congregation. They don't okay. really care about what's going on around them. And if you're not a member of the congregation, like Killmonger, you're an outsider. You can't walk into church and be like, you know, I'm just here. I don't really believe right now, but I'm just here. Man, that, that lady with that sideways hat on and that wig going the other way, gonna get you up. Get out of here. It depends on what church you're talking what? about. Not all church. church. They're gonna talk to you. They're gonna talk to you now. Now, if what? Wait, yeah. I was if. born and raised in the <laughs> congregation. Okay, <laughs> born and raised, I've seen all the ugliness, so I relate 100 percent to Wakanda, and I see the ugliness of Wakanda as well. I don't think, like I say, I don't think, I don't think it was wrong. I don't think he was wrong. I think he was protecting his people. Absolutely. And I think okay. when he figured it, I, I think when you're ignorant, he was ignorant. Very. And once he once he was enlightened, fully enlightened, he realized like, hold up. Okay, she was telling me, but now this dude then came in from the, from the outside, if that's what you want to call it. This dude that came in from the outside and whooped my ass. He did that. Like, this dude is actually a challenge. Yeah. Let, me, let me take heed to what he was telling me as he whooped my ass. <laughs> A good ass whooping to open your eyes sometimes. <laughs> okay, so um, now we can get to the parts that I hated. Let's go. What parts okay. did you hate? I hated that they threw that motherfucking white man in the middle of <laughs> all that melanation. Now, well, he's the you couldn't have a whole movie without a white savior and was supposed to be a black superhero movie. It, the white savior part, I I, I, do, I agree with you on, but like he connects, he connect, Man, he connects this that. movie to the last and, movie and, though. Now, but see, he connects this movie see, to the last movie. Now though. we're talking about imagery. Now we have a black superhero movie. What was T'Challa doing at the end of this movie? When, when he was what was he doing at the end of this movie? Giving a speech. No. Prior to it being over with, what was he doing? He was fighting. Yeah. The white man was saving the, the quote-unquote world by shooting down the little the little planes. Now, no, like I said, no disrespect to your family, but when the white man was doing that and he did it, oh, the whole theater erupted in, in clapping. Facts. That goes to our mindset. So if we're going to talk about imagery, we have to talk about it as a whole. 
But then the whole theater was kind of like liking Killmonger. So seeing him die and get whooped was kind of like. Yeah, uh, but at the end, at the end, what you seen was us fighting. Each other. And the white man ended up saving the world. That is what you seen in what was supposed to be a black superhero right. movie. I agree with that. But is that a point, though? Is that the point he was trying to convey? Ryan Coogler? I doubt it. That's why I'm like. I, 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 he doesn't have to. Some It's in us. I saw. I, I saw. Know, I, I know it's in us, but is he trying to wake people up? Because some of us are woke. Not everybody thinks what, like that. What, what are you waking people up by saying? Okay, in this black superhero movie that we've been marketing to black people for months and months and months, but at the end of it, Black Panther isn't the one who saved the world. It's it's it imi- the white man. It's mirroring that image of you guys see that you guys need man, a white that. savior. Or you want a white savior to come save you when that's not the case, or it shouldn't be the case. I mean, I, like I said, I see it from your perspective because we did give, they did give the white man all the tools to save the world. Yes, while Black Panther was could've fighting, could have put anybody in that seat. While he was fighting, that says a lot about the imagery we're looking at as well. I agree. I agree yeah. on the white savior complex part, but I mean. If you're speaking from a if you're speaking from a Marvel complex, I mean, a Mar- like he connected. He's all these movies are connected. Can we agree on that? They're all they're all working towards the Avengers. True. The Avengers Avengers. So you have to you have to have a connection from one film. So to why the next. couldn't it be why couldn't it be his sister who did that? His sister was his sister was wilding out at the end. She was fighting too. So why couldn't she be the one to shoot them down? Why? Why couldn't it be um, the, the goddess with the spear? Because she needed to really fight. That white man couldn't fight. And it was at the end of the day, it was her technology, it was her know-how. She she made it she made it American style. Like she gave the white man all the tools. She gave him all the tools. She gave him all the tools to succeed. succeed. And that's what we do. That's that's oh yeah. I and that's why I'm saying I'm not I'm not disagreeing. Mm -hmm. I'm not disagreeing. So, but I don't want to fully agree. I kind of want to be. I think I'm on the same way. I think I'm on the same way. You want to be an asshole, but it's the truth. <laughs> it saw, shows where we are mentally, man. I saw the whole that. movie theater started clapping. They did. Not, uh, I don't think in my movie theater they did that. Oh, my movie theater, they went crazy. It was all, it was like all my family too. I rented out the movie theater, invited Dante and his family to come. First off, my auntie was making a lot of crazy <laughs> gestures, but. Prior to her, without her calling men sexy and all that weird stuff in the, within the movie, soon as that happened, they was like, ah, clap, 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 clap. Yeah, they Ooh. clapped at the end. I mean, we all clapped at the end because it was a great movie. But they wasn't clapping for T'Challa at the end because he ain't do shit. He was fighting. When it came to really, if you're gonna say I'm a, I wanna I wanna have a black superhero and my kids are looking at a black superhero, then show what a black superhero does. At the end, all he was really doing was fighting his own people. Yeah, that, but that's that's a matter of perspective, though. Like, exactly. was he was he was he fighting his own people? or Was he containing the evil? But that goes to a bigger. See, I'm 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 thinking about bigger. When you're looking, when we're talking about kids in this movie theater, they're not looking at perspective. What they're seeing at the end of this movie is a bunch of black people fighting, and then the white man saves the world. I don't think See, I, I don't I think a kid to, would look at it like I that. I would have though. to go back and talk to my daughter, but I don't think they. I don't think that my daughter looked at that. You know, I don't think my. She was so either. big on the the girl doing. Yeah, you I know, hear you. She was big on that. She was yeah. big on all the women, and that's so perspective. That she, she they could really be superheroes for her. Yeah, she never really paid attention to the white man. She was more so like. 
she was like, even when we was leaving, she was like, Dad, did you see all the, you know, the gadgets she made and how yeah. she did this? Like, she was more on that. Like, well, like, I, I have mine, you know what I'm saying? Mine, they're a lot more enlightened probably than most as far as, you know, social issues go. Right. Um, They didn't have no, they didn't talk bad about the movie either, but we, that part stuck out, it stuck out it, like it, a sore thumb. It do stand, it stands out. It do stand out. Like if I want my kids to see a black superhero movie, I think it stand out. A black superhero movie, all his melanin, all his you know this beautiful imagery. Show him that he is a superhero. But what the kids seen was just what we do in real life: a bunch of infighting, and then the white man comes in, bow 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 bow, saves the world, clapping. Maybe the superhero dies at the end. Killmonger was my superhero, so. Yeah, but a lot of kids dressed up like a lot of kids dressed up like Black Panther. And when you look at it, like if you take okay, take just Black Panther. We just talking about Black Panther, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, all these kids dressed up like Black Panther. Besides the amazing suit, tell me one thing he did that the kids would be like, "Damn, I want to be just like him." Point one out. He had to go see his ancestors. So they killmonger though. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm asking. Totally I'm asking. Besides the suit, besides the suit, we're talking about imagery here. Mm-hmm. Besides the suit, tell me one thing he did as a superhero where the kids could be like, "I want to be just like him." Just give me one. As a superhero, like superheroes aren't really that complex though. Yeah, we, we do. We do we have this conversation when it's Batman? Hell yeah, he do some superhero shit. No, what does he do? <laughs> What? What does he do? Man, he is out there kicking ass. He's saving people. All that shit. Tashala didn't do that. No. Why he didn't? He didn't say at the beginning Man, of the movie. He didn't say. He didn't say. Tashala got beat up, had a pilgrimage, <laughs> came back. He and didn't say. He didn't save the the refugees. Did Batman not get beat up. Every Batman time? got his ass. Yeah, whipped. but he came back though, and you know what I'm saying. He did his thing. Now don't get me wrong. Now, no, no. Now we talking about a white man. Don't get me wrong now. <laughs> I love my people to death. You know what I'm saying? But when it's when we're talking about Batman, are we talking about Iron Man? Are we talking about Hulk? Are we talking about any of these? You they portray them in ways where they are doing something where the kids can be like, Wow, I wanna be just like him. Like what? Like you know what? I feel like I I feel like the, the superheroes was the women. Like Absolutely. Yeah. If the, the, the winners of this movie was the women. Yeah, I think like it should have been about like the, the women was the superheroes because I feel like his sister what's her name again? Siri. 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 I feel like Siri in the movie, her telling him get in there and you do this. I feel like she provided everything for absolutely. the movie. You know she was the backbone. Like, yeah. like to she me, was she's the, the superhero. Yeah, you know what I'm like she saved the world to me because without her, he don't even get that. He don't even get that chance yeah. to absolutely. save the world. Absolutely. And she kept coming back like. Every time, like even when he was down, when 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 T'Challa got whooped, you know she still was like trying to figure it out. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So absolutely. she was the superhero to yeah. me in the movie. Okay, uh, the first fighting scene between T'Challa and Killmonger was epic. Like I was at the edge yeah. of my seat. Like you know what I'm saying? When uh, Killmonger took his shirt off and got to, you know he was showing you his little. His little war wounds and shit. You, did that turn you no, on? pause. Okay. Huge pause. <laughs> but when, no, when he off. took his shirt off, man, you saw his little war wounds, and he was like, "Look, I came here for one reason." I was like, "Yeah, these motherfuckers finna get down." Yeah. 
And that I was like at the edge of my seat. And I, you know, I was telling y'all prior to the podcast, like the only one that almost rivaled the fighting scene between Batman and Bane in the Dark Knight Rises. Like, I like I like the coming that is in top five in. fighting scene ever to me. Uh, as far as the action itself, that Batman and Bane fight in the Dark Knight Rises is top five ever. But you're a Batman fan, so you have a bias that. But know. he got, yeah, and he got his fucking back broke. But I'm saying that just. I can't trust you, with dude. The that was a one-on-one fight, no music. I can't trust. No music. I can't trust you with the Batman bias right now. That's dude. the second time in like two minutes <laughs> that you put back. You put you put that Batman on the pedestal look, that you look, didn't man. put T'Challa look. on. Batman. You know what I did see T'Challa do that I didn't see Batman do? What? Pursue one woman. Batman got a bunch of bitches yeah, in every man. movie. Hey. Excuse my excuse, Jones, baby. my family listening. Excuse my words. Excuse my man, word look. choice. But Batman have a bunch of bitches in every look. movie. I seen T'Challa chase one yeah. woman, one queen. We Quincy Jones around here. Nah, fuck off. But all look, that. man, it was a one on one fight. There was no music. All you heard was sound effects. Get up, Kane. That's, that's all I can hear. <laughs> <laughs> Don't die, Kane. That's all I can think about. Hey, man. But, um,. And the, yeah, the second fight scene was a bit too cartoonish, and it wasn't as powerful. It was a comic book. At the end of the day, all second. this is based it on the comic book. It was too fast. Like you, uh, Killmonger me, it, beat the shit out of. And it's like the they didn't get the fight. To me, it, and was, it was like, like they wasn't even. It was like T'Challa was like, "Look, I can't whoop this dude, so I'm gonna need y'all to help me out with all that's the smart stuff though. He don't know about that's smart though. Man, that shit was trash, man. What? I, I think he should have came back and he should have fought him, Black Panther to Black Panther, and he should have. Won that fight the way that um, Killmonger won the other fight. It wouldn't happen because we both now we both have now we both have the Black Panther super strength or whatever. Like yeah, he no they went the down there fight. for a reason, yeah, so you know? he couldn't use that shit. I know but that. it just got like the the CGI shit, like all that shit. It just became too cartoonish, and it wasn't it's as car- powerful as the first one. Like dude, that first fight scene. Was Epic, but the, was it was it epic because it was a great fight scene, or was it was it epic because of what it represented emotionally, the there way they go. represented it? There and you then go. The second one was like, hey man, like on some Power Ranger shit. It's a it's a comic book. Fuck, man, you can't. It's a comic that, book. After that first fight scene, that's what you come with. It's right, a comic. Come book. on, man. But um, the uh, the the cringeworthy shit, the claw, the SoundCloud joke. That shit was cringeworthy. Which part? Just give me my. I'm gonna give you my link to my SoundCloud. Talking about his mixtape. Yeah. Like joking about what? a mixtape. No, I think I think he really had a mixtape. <laughs> I think he, I think you know uh, I think like when I I watched the movie twice. I think he like he really was serious. And then, um, and then um, you know, as far as movies go, like I I love black movies, but I don't like black movies that purposely put in these corny tag these taglines to say. We're marketing it to you. Well, like what? When she said, what are those? That shit was comedy. That shit was trash. <laughs> that shit was Man, comedy. Are you what are those? Right are you that fucking shit, serious? That shit was comedy. I saw the movie twice. And like, that shit was the, funny The, the first time, it was it was pretty much it was that nothing shit was but funny black people. Yes. I laughed both times. Like uh, the first time I saw it, it was pretty Tristan, much. Tristan, you laughed at that. It was everything but about five people. Oh, it, it, no. it was mad I'm white people here, um, in there when I seen it, and See, they laughed. But the second but time I seen it, it was mostly white. It was it was a mix, it was and they laughed. Man. That shit was hilarious. And then there were two endings uh, to the film, uh, but the one, the first one, where T'Challa had a conference about sharing his resources to the world, 
Can mm-hmm. we agree that that is a horrible fucking idea? I, to the world? I believe so. That is a He's a coon. That, come on. Whoa. Man. Exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. That was hey, man, uh, this nigga finna share all the resources with the white people. And then it goes back on, to man. and then it goes back to representation. The man asked him, What can we learn from Wakanda? And he said, How to farm? Like yeah, it but, goes back to But that they, that was intentional. We intentionally represented ourselves to be this because we don't want y'all stealing our shit. But it's like it's shit like that that makes imagery less important because we know what's behind it. You know what I'm saying? Like we need true power in this society, not just imagery. Yeah, but how do you, how do you get to that point? Like you can't just say we need power without having a roadmap. So if this is the if this imagery gives us a roadmap to get there, I mean, it's all in, in making it a conversation. Like, I just yeah. seen, um, I mean, I'm speaking way off what I, I seen the dude stretch. Y'all Absolutely. know stretch. Yeah. I seen stretch I mean. go live, and I seen stretch speaking on the, the black churches. And by him saying, like, I'm a black church member, but we are a fellow in the community. So I think it all comes into conversation. When you got uh, when you got the inside of the church coming out and saying stuff like that, it's going to yeah. make, it's going to open some eyes. I mean, we, we, so, may, we may be against religion. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us may be against religion, but I'm not naive to the fact that the church, the black church, holds so much power. Absolutely. And that does. power is not going anywhere. And to render it useless to our community is is disheartening. You know what I'm saying? That's Wakanda. Shout out to Stretch. If you listen Shout out to my man Stretch. Shout out to you. Um I seen a lot of Lion King imagery. In this movie. Yes. Especially when he was talking to his pops. That whole scene, the fighting scene under the, I don't know what it was, like the little subway joint. My dad said he was going to let me see the sunrise. That, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was like, that's the end of Lion King. True. Was um, Michael B. Jordan a fail as an actor like a lot of people no. are putting out there? Okay. No, and that's because the man is from Oakland. His character is from Oakland. He, he wasn't going to be Oakland. just. He, he wasn't going to be an Africa. He could have done better. He man. He, he stole, stole every scene. He now, was oh into boy, me. Oh boy, what is the? Um, he even turned the gorilla. The gorilla king dude Native killed Jabbar, it for me. Jabbar, yeah, he killed it for Jabbar, me. Yeah. Which one is that? That the buff, one that the oh, oh, yeah, oh, oh. yeah that, that was a scene that kind of stuck out. But as far as like acting goes, scenes. I, Michael, you got to give it to Michael B. Jordan, man. Michael B. Jordan, did he, he, he did his thing. He did his thing, and then he, he went to another level. He still on this one. Sp- and he spoke in their native tongue. That part was yeah. When he was like, hey, "Tell him who I am." Hey, yeah. Tell him yeah, who that, I was, am. that was intense. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, man, look. I mean, he stood. He he was being a kid that. from Oakland. He's from Oakland, so he was really playing him. Yeah, like he yeah. was really being himself yeah. in the movie. So that one part is where you gotta where you gotta judge him as an actor. Him being able to speak in their native tongue the way he did it, and him, like, that that was major. You know what I'm saying? Like, the rest of the movie, he was being himself. He was being who he is yeah. as a man every day. All right, man, um, you know, closing this out, um, you know, if this movie shows anything, it shows the power of our dollar. You know what I'm saying? This True. movie is breaking records. Left and Shattering. Right. Left and right. Mainly because of us. So are we going to try to get all the kids to go? Are we looking at that? Yeah. Okay. But I'm saying it's it's so important. This movie, because honestly, you, we know none of this this money is going towards anything in our community. True. But this, 
this right here is like the blueprint. Like we know it can be done. I mean, to me, it, this is the seed. If we get yeah. enough kids to go watch this, with a lot of people is taking kids that can't afford it or whatever to go see yeah. the movie, right? So to me, it's the seed. It's the showing the kids like one of y'all can make one of these movies. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. at one time there was a black comic book, right? Produced by black people or whatever, and it was rushed off the stands ASAP. You know what yeah. I'm saying? What comic book was this? Um, I have to go and do the uh, research again, so I will have that for you. But it was a black comic book. I was watching um, a special. Uh, it was a special on Marvel with Stan Lee speaking, mm-hmm. and they spoke on that it was a black comic book, and it was picturing black black um, superheroes and all that within the time of him doing Marvel. They like came in the middle. And around the same time that you had the, the black... Uh, with the, in, in in New York with the black yeah. stock market and all that, the black oh, all that sorry. around that same time they black had Wall a, Street. Uh, by the time you had the yeah. Black Wall Street, they had a black comic book at that time. So this would show kids of this era when they're going to see that see, movie. Like well, you can create this. Yeah. Okay, see this is I'm gonna show you like the the difference in perspective, right? So when we go in the movie, right, and you know our kids are sitting next to us, we like you know yeah they they dressed up like Black Panther. You know what I mean? And all, you know, he's a superhero. They all excited about Black Panther, right? Right. Right. Now, we a white family goes into the same movie theater. Right? A white family goes into the same movie theater in that casino scene. Stan Lee made to cameo at Correct. the crap table, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, as a black parent, I have to be like, you know, that's you know, my kids dressed up like Black Panther. And I'm like, yeah, that's Black Panther right there. And they watching him. But you know the power in when the white family tells his son or his daughter, when they see Stan Lee and point him out, like, that's the man who made it all. That's what we're missing. They have, that's they the man. They in who, every movie. Yeah, but when you say that's the man who makes all of this. Right. That's what we need. That's the difference between imagery and power. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you right. on that. But, okay, so we're going to get off of that shit. If you have not seen the movie yet, we so sorry, but we're not really sorry. Spoiler alert. Yeah, hella late. spoiler. <laughs> um, Still go watch it. Yeah. Absolutely. Or better yet, Still go watch over. it and then re-listen to the podcast. And support your local bootleg, man, if you can. <laughs> Nah, nah, nah don't do that. I don't this. Don't do that. Go support this with your don't with your do dollars, that. You, Don't do that, that. Now you like you support you know, your brother. On, it's on a fire stick in HD. It's been on a fire stick in HD like forever. That had pissed um, me off when I found out. Nah, LeBron, KD, and oh yeah, Laura Ingram, the Fox News anchor. We got that clip. The uh, yeah, let's run it. I ain't know where we was going. Hold on. Keep on uh, <laughs> right, well, clip, I want to go ahead and um, I want to get to a section I want to call straight from the viewers. Uh, earlier today, I went live on Facebook and I asked some of our viewers, you know, uh, what do you think we should talk about, you know, on the podcast that you think we might miss? And I got a couple suggestions, so I just want to go over them. Uh, the first one was from um, it was from Ashton Sanders, and he asked, what about uh, all this, the sexual harassment suits that are coming up? Like I saw earlier today, just today, that there was an article on ESPN about an article yeah. on Sports Illustrated about how there's, I guess, a rape culture 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the women, in, the women in the Dallas Mavericks organization said there's a rape culture. Yeah, you know, with, every, with everything that's been going on, uh, how do y'all feel about that? You want to break it down first, guys? Um, I don't feel no. Th- I mean, I feel I feel a way uh, well, about about it, but I don't know right. the let details. Me, let me let me break. Let me let me break my my opinion. Okay. Right. Let me break my opinion down. Do I think it happens? Absolutely. We were raised in it. Okay. We were raised. We were raised in rape culture or sexual harassment culture. Freak, freak Nick, you got Freak Nick. You got uh, the the Nelly video. Do you, do you want to go back further than that? Seventeen seventy six when they raped I mean, the slaves. Yeah, I mean, I mean we can't go back. But I'm saying we were raised in it. We know it happens, right? True. True. And to every woman that's going through it, I'm so sorry. You know what I'm saying? Like I, we know that. There are men who use their power for sex. We know this. True. Now, the Me Too movement, right? Right. The Me Too movement, great movement. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Amazing movement. But the part that here comes the problem, Aziz Asari, Aziz Azari, mm-hmm. whatever, I think that's his name. Yeah, Aziz Azari. Okay, well, he had the situation where he was basically trying to you know, come up on the girl. She really wasn't having it, but she was at his house, so-called giving him head, but she just wasn't feeling it, right? She goes back and said, that's sexual assault. All it was was a bad date, in all, in my opinion, after reading the article and looking into it, right? Which happens. So that goes to say, well, now I think this that story right there kind of waters down what the movement is about. is yeah. about. Because now we're talking about you're talking about men using their power to take from women, right? right? But now in the same breath, you've just gave women all of this power to that, say what men are doing and it take and they lose everything. That happens in but I think that happens with everything though. Like once you, once you give once you take the once you take the group that are that are the impressed and make them the oppressors, they they didn't do to the oppressors. They didn't become like when you know, like I, th- I like with the cyberbullying thing. Like, oh, yeah. we're not going for cyberbullying. So now instead of instead of now inst- we were the victims. So now we're gonna victimize you. Now we're gonna if you're if you were if you were a bully. Now we're gonna make you feel how we felt. Absolutely, and, and it's just now it's just a big mess. Pretty much, it's a big mess. Pretty much. That's how I feel about it. Vin, skinny, we ready? Yeah. All right, let's go. The jump dock alert. NBA superstar LeBron James is talking politics again, and this time it's R-rated. Here's his barely intelligible, not to mention ungrammatical take on President Trump and a new ESPN podcast. The number one job in America, the point of person, is someone who doesn't understand the people and really don't give a about the people. But wait, there's more gripping insight. ESPN host Carrie Champion asked James and fellow NBA star Kevin Durant about what she described as Trump's racist comments. I feel like our team as a, as a country is not ran by a great coach. It's not even a surprise when he says something. It's not even a surprise. It's like laughable. It's like, it's that's laughable, bad. It's laughable and it's but it, scary. But it's also scary. Right, because right. I shouldn't be numb to your racist comments. Right, right. I shouldn't yeah. be numb to your behavior. 
So, you know, they address uh, Trump's rhetoric and how it has led to uh, some racists basically feeling comfortable and emboldened enough to come out and share their perspectives. Oh, man. They don't even got the shut up and dribble part. Well, fuck it. She ended with, come on. basically, she ended with uh, shut up and dribble. Right? Said he wasn't articulate enough. Because he didn't go to college. Because he didn't go to college. Okay. Was this racist? It was offensive, but I do want to say we have to stop jumping at everything these people say to us in the media because they're going to troll us every single time. If you jump with your emotions, they're going to troll us every single time. Second of all, it's Fox News. Do we expect anything different? It's fucking Fox News. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty much of the same mindset like you. Like, look, consider the source. It's not like, you know what I mean? Like th- this is their job. This is anytime you're in opposition to Trump, it's their job to offer a rebuttal of a narrative. So she did what I would expect her to do. Uh, in my opinion, man, it depends on how you look at it. If you don't really know her get down, then I guess you can feel that way. Uh, my people, black people, as a whole, we're just very defensive, anyways. True. You know what I'm saying? So when we feel like someone is challenging us, we do tend to say Absolutely. it's racist. You know what I'm saying? Um, but more often than not, many elites do feel this way. Mm-hmm. As far as she goes, I believe she was trying to marginalize LeBron based on profession, not race. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She did tell Coach Pop, when Coach Pop was you know, giving his little – speeches she did tell him to shut up and coach uh uh, the dixie chicks i forgot what they said or what they did but i do remember vividly she telling them to shut up and sing so that's just how that's just her i mean that's her get down right um so to me you know what i mean she's attempting to marginalize them based on their profession not even their profession just their political views like anybody that's in opposition to the right, she, I mean, that's what that's what I take it as. Like again, this yeah. is Fox News, so they're they're right wing media. Yeah. Outlet. Now the she did um I think she tweeted back, you know she tweeted whatever she wasn't trying to shoot it wasn't racist blah blah blah, but she did uh, attempt to invite him on her show. Now that is where now you opening that door. To you trying to humiliate hum, humiliate this man on TV now? Facts, because those those things are never moderated. The yeah, way she's trying to be. humiliate him in a in an articulate fashion and gain viewership, which that can that can be racist to me. And gain gain viewership, like like you know, I, I, I to me, I've never heard of this person. So if she hadn't said it about yeah. LeBron. It wouldn't, yeah. she wouldn't well, be. she just, she, she rambles all the time. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, are you saying, you know, this black man can't voice his opinion because he's you feel athlete. he's not the best at articulating or because he dribbles a ball? I'm pretty sure if it, I'm, I'm but I, I, I'm of the mindset that if it was Danica Patrick saying the same thing, I don't think, I don't think it would be, I don't think she would have the same reaction. Yeah. It, 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 they wouldn't have the same visceral feel to it. Like you know, it wouldn't be like it wouldn't be like oh my god, she attacked him. 
Yeah, and you know you fucked up as a white person when Charles Barkley coon ass got something to say about you. <laughs> yeah, man, but There's you know, that word again. Inviting him on, inviting LeBron on the show, you know, now you got to call out her intentions, you know. And for the most part, her audience is all racist, motherfucker. Man, fuck Fox News and the audience. <laughs> mm. But we got we we, we got to put this out here, man. College degrees do not equate to intelligence. They it don't. just doesn't. They I know don't. some dumbass motherfuckers that got doctorates. When LeBron has, he has spoke on it too. When he was saying like, all she did was raise the raise for my profile. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's all Pretty she much. really did. Like I'm looking for that. I think. Let's see, hold on. Yeah. Let, let me let me cue this up real quick. <laughs> Um, I actually, my first, uh, I actually laughed first uh, when I first saw the reports, and uh, and then I then I watched the video and I saw exactly how it was put off. Um, well, first of all, um, I had no idea who she is or, or what she do um, um, until so she she won in that case because now I know who she is. Um, it's uh, it's. For her to go up there and say what she said, first of all, I mean, it's, I, I would have had a little bit more respect for her if she would have actually wrote those words. I, yeah, she probably said it right off the teleprompter. Um, but that's okay. Um, you know, we, we, we live in a, we, we're back to everything I've been talking about over the last few years. So it lets me know that, you know, everything I've been saying is, is correct for her to have that, that type of reaction. Um, but uh, uh, we will definitely not uh, shut up and dribble. Um, I would definitely not do that. I mean too much to um, um, to society. I mean too much to the youth. I mean too much to the, uh, to, to so many kids that feel like they don't have a um, they don't have a way out, and they need someone to help lead them out of the situation they're in. Um, also wish you would have did a little bit more fact checking because I actually did finish high school and didn't leave early. I graduated high school. Um, you know, to, to be uh, to be an African American kid. That's where I cut off at. Yeah, man. Uh, say no more. Shout out to LeBron with that said. high school degree. Uh, yeah. uh, I don't really want to get into this subject, but you know. It's a lot of shit that's been coming out about uh, this Nicholas Cruz cat, you know, the 19-year-old who shot up this school, killed 17 students. Uh, it's a meme out that's, like, kind of, I don't know if y'all saying it, it pissed me off. It got, like, down by 17, who do you pick? And they got, like, a picture yeah, of him so and, like, a picture are, of five shooters and shit. Like disrespectful. Um, my mm-hmm. question is, his, his adopted parents knew that he had an arsenal. And they thought it was okay just because he had a key to this motherfucker. This dude is walking around depressed, you know, getting kicked out of school. Why does he? Why does a 19-year-old have an AR-15? It's legal in Florida. But one thing I, I a do... A 19-year-old, though? Yeah, one thing I do want to say is when are we going to stop blaming guns? and start looking at the mental health issue aspect of everything. Because we want to say guns, but we want to ignore the mental health problems. When do we get free mental health clinics? When do we start teaching these kids mental health, about mental health in school? 
when as parents do we start talking to our kids about mental health? They bring up mental health when it's a white person. A white person. That's yeah, and and, and, and that's the thing. I don't have a problem with that as long as black people get the same courtesy because we go through a lot of shit. I'm not going to say our plight is worse, but a lot of shit happens to us where we do become angry and we do have these mental health issues that we want to take out on the world. As long as we get that same courtesy, I'm good. I, we ain't shooting up no schools, though. Yeah, we we not, but we we are doing... Maybe I'm not going to speak about... Yeah. We do do some other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Shit. So, yeah. That's what I call I'm, it. Yeah, I'm not going to... Uh, there I, are rumors... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, to Going to what you said about mental health, I think we have to change the stigma on how we view mental health. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for us, if you say, I'm going to a therapist... That's a roast session Ready to happen Like you know <laughs> White people go to I, I can't speak for all white people And I love y'all white people But like if if you say If as a white person You say I'm going to a therapist They think something You know you you looking for help You're trying to get better yeah, Like if you into it Like you see a lot of White people on different Like just speaking They get coached into Maybe you need therapy Yeah We and don't get coached into that We like You know what I'm saying Man up like I know, yeah. I know, I went through. I had a little issue that I was. I had to go see a therapist about, or whatever. And when I tried to talk to probably the one person I've ever looked in my in my life to advice for, that was what I was told was man up. I said, damn, yeah. like fuck what I'm going through. Just man up, huh? That's your advice, like fuck. So I think you know, in the, in the black community, we don't look at therapy as nope. something to get better. We look at it as something something's wrong with you. I mean, that's kind of like. Another reason why I started following Joe Budden a little more because he speak on yeah. the mental health I, issues. I have a, you know, I have a therapist. Right. You know what I'm saying? I've went to therapy and, too. I mean, it's, it's it's to when I go when I'm going through is grief therapy, but um, you see the stigma when you start talking about it. Yeah. Like, there is a strong stigma out there. Like that's not cool. Like that's kind of like of the devil type shit. It, it, you know what I'm saying? Having gone to one, like, it's certain shit that I'm going to tell this complete stranger that I might not tell you. But but this is for shit that, you know, we not talking about shooting up no schools. So, like, why do we, why do the media keep, that's like the first, within the first hour, they're, they're bringing up this man's, like, mental issues. That's like an excuse As, a, as it's opposed excuse to his criminal now. record. Yeah, like they, you know. Uh, yeah, he got expelled from school. Made threats. Yeah. yeah, there are rumors that you know that he joined a white supremacist group, and that they trained him. Uh, I'm not sure how much truth there is to that, but in text messages, he did mention that he hated Jews, he hated niggers. That's his words. Uh-huh. And Mexicans. So I guess I mean that isn't too far fetched. So he's a terrorist. Saying? He talked about Sounds killing like Mexicans and keeping black people in chains and cutting our necks. He also hated white that women. Painful. <laughs> he also hated white women who were in interracial relationships. You know, I love figure. them. I love them. Hi, white women. Uh, you know, so far, you know, the, the FBI is apologizing for dropping the ball after they received a tip back in January. Yeah, and didn't act on it. Wow. Well, so is it just? I'm gonna leave them alone because I don't. When it comes smoke. to the FBI, is that Hi, just FBI? A, is that just a fuck up or? You know, is did privilege give this kid the benefit of the doubt? Oh, the privilege, privilege. definitely plays a part. 
I don't want no smoke with the FBI, so that's Spence talking. Oh nah, that, yeah, the FBI <laughs> fucked up. They fuck up on a lot of things, but and that's fact. <laughs> yeah, um, white rage is a huge issue in America that has largely gone undressed. Like all of these mass killings are done by white men, and they're labeled mentally unstable. Yeah, well, the, look who controls the narrative. Yeah. History is one. History is written by the victors. So if Absolutely. we if we own the media outlets, that's the that's the image we want to yeah. portray. Speaking of the media, man, they do an amazing job at humanizing these people to the point that they look like the victims that we overlooked. Oh, we saw that with the with the with the rape guy, the rape guy from Stanford, the the, the, the swimmer that raped yeah, the girl, yeah, yeah. and they had him looking like, oh my god, like he's in he's in jail. Like, yeah, motherfucker, that's where rapists go. Like, we, <laughs> right. we all want them to go to the YMCA. <laughs> you know, I do want to mention, you know, three of the deadliest mass shootings that have happened in the last five months. Yeah, man, it's getting three. worse. And one, they just completely quit talking about the one in Vegas. Vegas yeah. They're just yeah. ignoring that. Um, yeah. I did see an article floating around that, you know, teachers should start arming themselves. And that's the dumbest fucking yeah. idea ever. We don't have the budget for that. They fucking cutting teachers now. We got 40, 40 fucking kids in a classroom, and we're going to pay teachers. An armed person with no experience ain't really going to help nothing anyway. Like, even if, if I'm armed and well, scared, what's going to happen? I'm going to go duck behind the same. You want to make the same mistake in police do when they're going to happen. But yeah, I'm saying, like, if a motherfucker come in there with an AR-15, what are you doing with a handgun anyway? I don't know. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But, these kids. but to me, it's the a lot it's of more teachers the not even finna step up like that. You know what I'm saying? You, like, what teacher gonna step up and go gun to gun with the guns? Like, can that? you imagine the schools on the west side having arms teachers, armed teachers? I don't know. You know but what I'm saying? I, I, working in the instead of going district, to the dean, I'm gonna shoot your motherfucking ass. Working in the district, a couple of these kids could definitely use a bullet in the ass. You know what I'm saying? I definitely would. That definitely would help a few. Teachers up, be stressed I'm, out drinking ten cups of coffee a day. No, nah, that, that might actually help more, more work morale. Look, if look, Eric ass cut me off in the middle of explaining these quantum theories, I'm going to pop his ass today. I'm not <laughs> fucking with him today. That's a dangerous. But, man, we're going to get off all this. You know, God bless the dead, man. You know, God bless Absolutely. the dead. Absolutely. You know, our thoughts and prayers are with the families. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, NBA All-Star Weekend. Did any of y'all check shit out? I did. I, uh, I, watched, I watched the dunk contest, and I watched the – I watched half of the All-Star game. Man, I didn't. Look, I went back and I watched some highlights. Like, I know that Quavo is the MVP. I saw that. And I went and watched, like, his little highlights of seeing him play and stuff. Like, that was about it. Like, I watched the highlights of the main game, the team LeBron and Steph. Did you watch the introductions? The introductions was probably the best part to me. I didn't get to see because Kevin Hart was kind of like he kind of was bagging on everybody as he introduced them, all the players. <laughs> I heard, yeah, well, that shit was cringeworthy. Whatever I, it was had. funny to me. Um, I got, I, I need to go and look online and see it. Like, I didn't watch nothing. Like my weekend was so busy, I didn't have time to do literally nothing. I I never sat down this weekend. Well, uh, shout out to Quavo. He put in 19 points to win the MVP in the celebrity game, and then I seen he taught somebody shit too. I think it was Did a woman, he? though. <laughs> I think so. I think it was a woman. It probably was. He probably ended up fucking her after anyway. Like, yeah, I know he probably I did. I ain't shit. mad at him. I know I tossed your shit, but can I toss your shit? Team World defeats USA 124. And it was bad. Oh, my God. I watched I a little piece really of that, and the, and the World kids were killing the U.S. kids. Like, God damn. It was bad. It made me feel bad. Bad as an American, like I like I haven't felt like this since 
Trump was inaugurated. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't like, even pay no attention. Damn. So what what was that? That was it was kids. No, it's like it's like basically rookie kids. like rookies and sophomores I think, but it's like the kids that were born. Uh, like Ben Simmons is a world kid. Uh, Lori Markkinen, I think he's from like Sweden or something like that. He's a world kid. Jamal Murray was is like Canadian. So like if you were born somewhere outside of the continental U.S., I think they considered you a, a world, you know, team player as opposed what? to. Kids that were born in the continental U.S. and it looked it it was terrible. It was like terribly lopsided. I felt so again. I haven't felt this way since <laughs> Trump took office. I was like, goodness, I've never been this disappointed uh, in America. Spencer <laughs> Dinwiddie wins the skill challenge. I watched like five minutes of that shit and turned it off. Yeah, that shit is trash. The All Star Weekend was trash. It's to me. a circus act. Um, Devin Booker <laughs> breaks the three point shooting contest record with twenty eight. I was did major. dig, you know, him and Clay. Going at it, yeah. I dig a, that. I like that. Up. Donovan Mitchell wins the slam dunk contest. Uh, the Nin- slam dunk contest was. I think the slam dunk contest, like the past two years, was decent. Like they had, cre- it was decent. It was a lot of creativity, so I liked it. it. Nancy the one that this one they didn't really have too much. Like from the highlights that I seen, it wasn't a lot of creativity in it. The See? dude putting on the Black Panther mask and missing the dunk. <laughs> <All> the <laughs> yeah, they say Dennis Smith got <laughs> robbed. I don't know. Uh, I, I think Donovan right Mitchell. Too. I think Donovan Mitchell won. I Larry, it's hard for a big man, like you said, Larry Nash should have won. It's hard for I a big man. I felt Larry Nash got robbed too, when and I was going for him. That was, nice. that was nice. That was nice. That was nice. It was hard. It was underrated. Like you couldn't like watching it in watching it in regular speed. You couldn't tell. But once yeah. you saw it in slow motion, it was like, oh shit. Yeah, that was hard. The All Star Game was pretty good though. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. It was decent. Actually, a little bit I took of defense. A nap. It was actually a little bit of defense play. You know what I'm saying? The the, the last six they minutes play, of the game, play some it was very fucking intense, bro. You, you couldn't it tell by the intense. final score though, but like, yeah, it was. It was. It the last few minutes. Yeah, the last six minutes, I was like, yeah, they going at it. And LeBron had kind of said that in the interview before the uh, All Star game was like, we're gonna try to add the defense. Matter of fact, yeah. he said that on the um. But it was interview. throughout. It was throughout. It was throughout the, the game, game though. It was throughout the game. Normally they wait till the fourth quarter. The score really doesn't depict on what you. You know, we seen on the floor, but like because you know they was playing all right defense. Now it wasn't like intense like playoff defense, but they was playing you know all right defense. And you was actually looking forward to somebody fucking up or you know missing something. But she instead of yeah, before it was like come he on. He said bro. that in in that full interview with with the lady, uh, the champion lady. He said he spoke on that like trying to add more defense to yeah. the all. Nah, but like. They don't look at it as a real game, like that's and that's part that goes back to the AAU culture we were talking about earlier. Like you know, y'all homeboys, so y'all not gonna really go out here and go at each other. Like Michael Jordan them used to be like, nigga, fuck all. Even though this is regular, even though yeah. this is, don't count for shit, I'm gonna go at your neck. Yeah, yeah. So I need them to, but like I think for next year they need to they need to change it. Like again, my suggestion was they do the draft right. At center court, like whoever, if it's Stephen LeBron again, then okay, we we don't know who's gonna be on whose team until we get to center court, and you say, okay, you on my team. Now. How do they pick the team captains? They ain't even show it, man. It was, that was it, trash. To it me. was yeah, they show that shit, either. man. But they they picked team captains, but it was based on like East and West. So LeBron got the most votes out of all the East players. Steph got the most votes out of all the West players. So they kind of kept the East and West thing kind of going, but it just was untraditional as far as how they picked yeah. the team. But again, I think they should do it. Open gym style and say this this he's on my team right now like yeah, uh, yeah. even you, if it's pre recorded you know what I'm saying nah do that shit right as no nah, now you after yeah, the now after the really national anthem and shit. after the national <laughs> introduce all introduce all of them <laughs> it's just you know whoever yeah. and then sing the national anthem then you go to you go to center court and say 
okay, we're going to flip a coin. Oh, you got first pick. You yeah. pick like that. Like, do it like that. Like, that. to me, that'll add more drama to the game because it's like, okay, like, nigga, you had the chance to pick me and you didn't. Now I'm going to go ahead and bust your ass. Well, as predicted by myself, Team LeBron. you know, LeBron and company made a co- uh, made a comeback. They made a comeback. You know, he's they the did. MVP. Um, there was something that stuck out, though. Jimmy Butler not playing. Did they say why he didn't play? Uh, yeah, do the rest, aka getting drunk and fucking all night. Hey, you <laughs> mad? I'm your young you man. You know what I'm saying? And I know you know, but that spot could have went to someone else. You know get what I'm saying? Get off my like, boy Jimmy. Get off of but Jimmy. I, but I understand he was probably getting an extra bag. Like I'm not giving up this seat. You know, but Lou Williams wasn't feeling that, and I and I and rightfully so. Rightfully so, Lou you know Lou Lou's been balling his ass off. Uh, you know, little shit that you know, Coach Pop just kind of. Threw a knife into my chest and shit. You know what I mean? He'd yeah. be surprised if Kawhi returns this season. That yeah. shit hurts my heart, man. You know? Kawhi out of there, man. <laughs> man chill out, man. Kawhi out of there, Bucks. baby. The um, writing's on the wall. That's what Michael Jackson said. Doug Martin, <laughs> Doug Martin got released by the Bucks. Now, he, now you got to put in work, man. You can't just go off your name no more. Yeah. Um, Devontae Smith-Pelly. Devontae Smith. The hockey player. The hockey player for the Washington Capitals, man, tripped out on a few fans for yelling basketball at him while he was in the penalty box. I mean, it's fucked up, but is that really surprising in hockey? No. Not it's, really. It's nothing but white people. It's fewer than 30 black players in the NHL. We don't we don't have access to ice. We don't we tropical people. <laughs> you can play basketball outside, you can play football outside. Vegas nights lost on my birthday. Uh peace to uh <laughs> And uh, peace to Anthony McLemore. Oh, that's oh, that was nasty. That was gruesome. Yeah, man. Uh, suffered a horrible injury on TV. You know, screams. I he was like, screaming. You know what I'm saying? I I was watching the play. I didn't know that they was going to actually show his, you know, show his injury. Ugh. But you heard the screams, and I was like, oh, like, shit. To me, but, like, it's like that happened. Gordon Hayward happened. Like, um... Kevin Ware from Louisville happened. Paul George. Paul George. Like, yeah. why are these injuries oh. so commonplace nowadays? Like, oh man, but geez, Louise. I don't know what they, you know, technology and science and shit. You know, he's only out four to six months. That's good. You that, know, that looked like the type of injury make you want to cut your whole foot off. Yeah. Like, get well, my brother. Um, more black excellence. Uh, Bubba Wallace Jr. Now, shit like this, I like talking about because I don't know nothing about it. Um, but he's the first black driver in the Day- Daytona 500. Another racist sport. Since 1969. Exactly. Another racist and sport. And he's like the face of the sport right now, man. He's everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man. I, I like white people, so I'm going to leave this one alone, man. <laughs> I don't want to go there. Hey, I, I, I dig it. I think that's a good thing. But I dig it. I think that's a good thing. I dig it. Um, Brandon Rios versus Danny Garcia. Did any of y'all check it out? No, yeah. sir. Rios got buckled. Knock out of the year? I, I don't know. I haven't checked out a bunch of boxing this year. I thought he was dead. He's the UFC. <laughs> Yo, the way he oh, fell, the way he fell, I was like, dude, what? Is yeah, he that right? nigga shit buckled. And, and his interview, man, he yeah, was he's punch drunk. Danny that slept him with a hard right. And then he they tried to interview him like, dude, you he's clearly still in Disney. He's <laughs> clearly still in Disneyland right now. Right. Like, was, slurring his words. It was that bad? He might have CTE. Yeah, he, he got knocked out, yeah. man. I need to see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was knocked out. <laughs> it's I like think when Pacquiao was knocked out. Was like, nah, like nah. Pa- knockout Pacquiao was, was more dramatic, but this one was like, <laughs> this was power. Like this is all. This is straight to the 
straight to the nose. Uh, okay. Hard right. Um, then, you know, Danny Garcia and Sean Porter start going at it, which is corny to me. They start going, you know, arguing and shit about who Vegas belongs to. Like, this is my yeah. backyard. No, this is my backyard. This is my backyard. No, this is my – like, none of you motherfuckers from Las Vegas. I said none of them from who Vegas, are they? Who, who I, are I seen they? Sean Porter before. He, you know, I think he lives here. But he ain't from Vegas. Like, get that corny shit up out of here, you know. Then <laughs> Jim Gray and shit, he started tripping out. Like, get off the ring. You know, this is Danny Garcia's night. <laughs> <laughs> that type shit. It, yeah, y'all got to check that knockout out, man. I think I gotta, I need I to so far, that's, that's probably knockout of the year. Like um, I said, my weekend was so busy, man. I didn't get to catch up on a lot of things hey, that I should have caught up on. Um, all right, man. On the new music. Nipsey Hustle album, man. I thought it was dope. I'm here for it. Man, that shit was hard. Some bias in the room. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wonder why. <laughs> Hey man, it's a very man. dope album. Uh, the intro was crazy. You know, he could have kept going a few extra minutes and I would have been satisfied. Um, I like the intro. The intro was dope. The track that stood out to me was, you know, Hustle and Motivate. That was the standout track. Hardest track okay. on there to me. And then Grinding All My Life. <laughs> Grinding you know All My saying? Life. It's an amazing song. Grinding All My Life. Um, there are some bars in there about the fight, you know, that happened at the infamous. And now closed down strip hop here in Las Vegas. Strip, uh, strip hop was all right though. I went up in there one time. It was yeah, it was all right. Uh, I, the best pair of titties I saw in the whole club didn't belong to a dancer. Although that 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 disappointed me. I, I didn't like the parking. It just who did you it see? scream death trap? Oh, just a, a old friend, and she was like, "Yeah, I just got my titties done." I was like, "Well, <laughs> let me see. Let me <laughs> oh, let me check out the work." You know, was like, "Oh, these these titties need to be on stage." <laughs> there are some lyrics that stood out though. Uh, Las Vegas strip hop, yeah. You creamed them punks. You creamed them punks after all that looking tough. All you seen was stumps. 50 Cent and Mayweather fled the scene with us. Now, on the Breakfast Club interview, he basically said that he was approached by someone who asked him where he was. He said, I'm from Cali. He said, nah, where you from? He said he gave dude a mean look, and then... His bodyguard dope fiend him. Yeah. Bow, dope fiend. That's a that's a crazy term. I like that term. Dope fiend. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> you was there. I was I wasn't there. I was freshly home, so I was on house for us. I heard the story. The way I heard the story was kind of different. Like I said, I wasn't there. Well, I heard the story. Nipsey did whatever he had to do that night at the show, the reason why he was there. And then he was like super cripping. So some of the homies approached him. I did hear they approached him. I did hear his bodyguard did his thing, but I didn't hear about nobody getting knocked out. Like, I heard it was a fight, and I heard Nipsey saw one, but didn't nobody get knocked out. That just That's just liquor and courage, you know? Them young cats got that liquor and courage in them. They want to try somebody, and the athletic bodyguards is ready. Yeah. Bow, don't feed them. <laughs> got to earn that check. But uh, shout out to Nipsey Hustle. God damn, man. Hustle? It's all fucked up right now, yeah, dude. Man. Shout out to Nipsey Hustle for acknowledging his fuck up. You know, he took after breaking up with Lauren London, you know, he snatched her back off the market like that's, immediately. That's smart. She didn't get no breathing room. Yeah, I think that I was a publicity stunt. Man, you don't play with you don't play with no pussy like that. Nah, she's ooh, I'm no no. Oh my god. For that money you will. Man, you do what you want to do. She's Wayne, baby mama. I don't give a fuck. That's his baby mama now, too, though. (laughs) 
by We both got a claim on that pussy. <laughs> um, I commend Nipsey for stepping in on this Cardi B situation. You know, while commenting on the situation, he, all tried, he also tried to calm it down as well. Um, I don't understand why these rappers want to be in the streets so bad. I don't know. That's wild. Like, you, like I, I get that her success is kind of fast, and maybe she hasn't learned how to separate herself yet, but. She was way out of pocket, though. Like, even when you got, you got rappers like YG, The Game, you got, like, real bloods. I'm not, I'm not saying Cardi B's not a real blood or whatever. Yeah. I, I've never took a female gang member serious, so I never will. But I'm not, you got real bloods, and they don't even step out and, and disrespect the other gang yeah. like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. So she, she put herself, she put herself and the people around yeah. her in a, in a, in a tight situation. Like, they're, they're targets now. Anytime they choose to come to L.A. or go to L.A. or any other major crib cities, like any other major crib city around the world, that she's going to be a target because you didn't. Yeah, she just got to check in. Yeah, I well, you know, I'm a, I'm a complete square, so um, yeah. I'm speaking from the square life. But like this, maybe it's geographical because you know, I'm like you know, gay, there's real people everywhere, and I heard Nipsey say there's real people everywhere, but. Gang culture in LA is not like gang culture in other places. Nope. Right. So maybe she didn't understand the seriousness of what she said because she's not from. Yeah. It's like, you know, she LA made a huge culture. mistake, man. And while it's a detriment to our community, we often take for granted the, ser- the seriousness of gang culture. Like, do as you please. You know what I'm saying? But as a big star like you are, you know, showing that level of disrespect for something. That you know, many of our family members, many of people we know, have died. And you know, I, they're in jail. I, I think when over like, this, it was a female that that spoke on it. Uh, I think Viva Instagram or whatever, yeah. and she kind of was saying like, because I think she was like a crip female. She was saying like this, it, they don't get disrespectful because you have family from every every yeah. side. But now when we get disrespectful, now it's going. You know, we're not only disrespecting her, but we'd be disrespecting our, our family and everything. And yeah. I, I don't think she paid it just to how important that is. Like, yeah. growing up on the West Coast, period, you kind of know, like, you got family from Bloods, Crips, yeah. and for Vegas, from Gerson. Like, growing up here, that's just what it is. Yeah. So you don't do that disrespecting. The way she did it was foul. Well, hell real. Damn, the, the, the legend. Yeah, they ain't need to do my little like legend. That. Okay, yeah. Dipset legend. Dipset legend. Yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't say I'm a hell real fan, but I'll Dipset legend. Um, Man, they bowed. Dope fiend them in the restaurant with his family. Man, you know what? If if I was eating my motherfucking taco supreme and a nigga just snuffed (laughs) me, I'd be upset as a motherfucker. Yeah, he got up out of there. His Real sweats quick. had to have holes in them because he was Real sliding all across that floor <laughs> trying to get up out there. But I'm like, I like, I was, I was highly disappointed because he was at the, he was at the table with like four different yeah. female family members, his family and they just like, no, like, no, nigga, throw they a plate scream. at this nigga. No, they screaming and shit. Yeah. yeah, throw something at this nigga. You see this nigga just knock me the fuck out? Like, hey. throw something in the hot sauce in his eyeballs. Hey, my first thing, man, like. When we get back to the house, like, why the fuck y'all ain't jump in? <laughs> I, no, don't Straight jump up. in. I no, don't want you to put yourself. In. We I, all fighting that motherfucker. No, nah, I don't want y'all to do that. But just mm. throw a fork at this motherfucker, man. Give me, like, some kind of leverage to get out of this situation. Dude walked right up on him. And just God damn. Off, man. It's cold out here in these streets, man. Shock that nigga with a, with a glass of this cold water or um, something. Hot singles, man. Um, 
Y'all check the the black cutting ties record? No. It was cool. Man, y'all no. fucking tripping, man. No, what the cool. fuck? What do y'all cool. listen to? No. I want to go back over. I don't really I listen to the R for Nipsey. Yeah, I was listen. I was listening to that Nipsey the whole time. <laughs> okay, hold up. We gonna, yeah, we gonna, <laughs> we going let me hear this bias. Why you don't care for this out? I just think this is what I think. I think the music that he dropped. Like the official video, like he was dropping all them videos. I think they was so hot, so it, it made me want the album more. And the future, the features that he had on there, like I don't know, man. man his it, beat selection, his everything was production, top notch to me. Production man. versatility, the content was there. I think that's it's gonna just, hold up for like I five think years. Bias, man. I, mean, I think that's bias. I agree. I like everything Nipsey dropped. I'm I'm not mad at the album, but I'm just not. Fully on to the album, man, like that. Wildly, man. It don't make me want to go back. Besides the song uh, "Hustle" and uh, "Motivate," Motiv- motivation. Besides oh. that song, that's it. Uh, Lonzo Ball, he had a track. It's a track on his mixtape called "Get Off," that I've been playing for the past two days, man. Don't judge me, but I, I definitely I just did. like it. The, no, I'm no don't get you. me wrong. I'm, I skip, you know, my my skip hand. My skip finger was skipping like a motherfucker them tracks, but that was one that you know stood out to me. Get off! Did, didn't he say off. Nas was trash or something? Isn't Nas yeah, your but dude? He's a young dude, man. I, I don't, I don't take with these young cats. I, I'm, I'm not that old dude who just, he's young. But Nas though, he may not. What has Nas put out since Lonzo Ball's what? Eighteen? I'm not a Nas fan. Hip hop is dead. Eighteen, nineteen? Uh, like nineteen, twenty. So what? 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 what Significant music has Nas put out where Lonzo Ball could be but, like, yeah, that right there was dope. At but that for him time, to say Future dirty. is better than Nas is wild. But that's his music of this time. I have to respect that. But at some point, that's you like me take saying, that dude. That's like me saying, I, I, I don't. No, well, no. Nah, nah, what is that? Uh, the hip hop, the hip, the hip to the, that shit was trash. But you can't say Rock Kim was trash, wasn't that? Yeah, but to time? me, that was trash. But. People of that generation would be like, well, I'm being disrespectful. You know what I mean? So you would say it's a different King, era. Big, Big Daddy Kane was trash. No, but. You still got to pay hip, homage hop, at some the point. To the hip, to the hip, hip. That shit was yeah, garbage. Yeah, that, that shit is trash. That shit was though. garbage. It wasn't garbage. It was early. Dude, that shit nah. was garbage. It was, it was like, early. Turn this shit so off. So is Bill Russell trash because he was playing No, but 60s? I'm saying, but that was a that, that's of a different era. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Than, than what I grew up in. So the people. That grew up in that era would be like, I'm tripping. I don't know my music. It's just different eras. Like Nas hasn't Nas hasn't put nothing out that he Lonzo Ball could be familiar with right now. Ether. Hip hop is dead. That's two thousand one. I was I'm twenty nine. Two thousand one, I was eleven, twelve, twelve, thirteen. Somewhere around there. So Lonzo Ball is was like a so do, do we give him a pass for not knowing hip hop history? Then? I mean, it, he may not be a hip hop head like that. Or he, why you Our hip-hop? future made him become a hip hop like head. Fun, he like fun music or something. Either. I can't tell. I, I didn't. We can't to tell. Like like you were saying last week, I can't tell you when you fell in love with hip hop. True. You know what I'm that's saying? True. That's that's your choice. So maybe he fell in love with hip hop, listening to future, and then that's going. That's. I'm not a big Nas it. fan either. So Lonzo, man, relax. I feel See, you. now that's being disrespectful. <laughs> but, you know, I did skip a lot of his songs. You know, he was on his Migos, that Migos flow type shit, you know. Um, Daz Dillinger, his album dropped. You know, I was it was classic Daz Dillinger. I was fucking with it. I don't know. That type of album would be dope in the 90s. Mm-hmm. But in 2018, it's just not going to go nowhere. 
uh, he did have a standout track that I liked called Sucker Free with two C's. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Um, (laughs) The Tank When We Remix. Now, Wifey hyped this shit up. I thought this shit was finna be the greatest little slow record ever, the way she hyped this song up. And then I listened to it, and then I was like. Trash. Yeah. I I like Trey Song's part on it. Trey Song's don't fuck. When will he change the way he approached records? He's been sounding the same since. Trash. God damn, neighbors know my name. It sounds he sounds good though. Yeah, on that same. on the record, he, he sounds the same. Good. He sounds the same on every song. Like yeah, I didn't listen to it. Uh, it sounds he Trey and I just don't. Good. Ty Dolla is not the type of person that nah, you put on that, that was record. A bad selection. Nah. That was a horrible Ty Dolla. The pre the previews he the little preview video Tank put out though it it had a different vibe to it. It it felt like something special was gonna happen. He let me down. I'm a Tank fan. I don't say that very often. I'm not a lot of people's fan. I'm a Tank fan. I was highly. His music been all the same too. He's a, he got nah, he he didn't nah. found a little niche. He didn't found a little niche, and now all his albums are starting to. He just going nah, to find like the young writers, and he try to see what they can nah, do. Nah, you not listening, brother. I do listen. He been no. the same person. No, like he, he his last no. two albums, his last two three the albums writers. have no. been. The same. No. No, he made that no. one. If you super put, tra- if you he put, made a super trash if you put, if you put, um, the 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 song from his last album, uh, his last album, fucking with me, fucking with me, yeah, that's not fucking with me, and then you put on when we, it's like the same fucking record. Okay, but R and B music. First of all, we need sex records because like they don't make they don't make fucking song. Lord forgive me, this is the language I'm using. They don't make sex. They don't make like sex playlist songs very often anymore. Like. So like you I need don't know. those kind of new song with uh Jeremiah and the other dude Ocean. I haven't heard it. Who? Don't Jer- say Jer- Frank. It's not Jeremiah. My fault. <laughs> My disrespect. Jacquees. Is it Frank Ocean? No, it's Jacquees. No, the song is called Ocean. Okay, I haven't the heard. Song it. is called Ocean. But like, how 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 many people make those kind of songs? Those like s- quiet storm sex songs. Like Tank is really the only one I can think of in in R and B who's really doing that. Yeah, because we fucking so, to whoop that. I don't trick. really think so. Like, right? I don't want to. That's my back can't take that to kind me, of fucking tank, no more. To me, Tank, like he find a he young artist, he found it, and he have them right for him, and he sings it. I don't think he's like, I don't. I'm not checking for all of his music like that. And then we still not getting that old '90s feel where it was it was good sex music. Like he just. Fucking, fucking, fucking. That's all he talking Remember about. When he came out. When we is amazing. Remember when we, we came fuck. out with. Maybe I deserve. He still makes those. Him, her, and them. Man, when he clenched his fist in that music video, man. No, I actually. I felt all that shit. I actually was upset. Like, why would he say that I, shit? Like, why I, would he? I, I, did, I did not like that song when it first dropped. I didn't either. I, I was like, well, this nigga's a. This, I ain't either. He was the first Steve That's Harvey. why I did, man. I, I, I like, did. Why would you say that? That's you supposed to play my code. My kids are so lucky that they have. Little shit where you can re fast forward the shit now. You remember when you had to watch music videos back in the day, and you had to be on the box. You had to force. You had to. You was forced to watch that whole motherfucking video, the whole video. I didn't watch it. Like I was, I was like, this nigga's breaking God code. I don't want to hear this shit. shit. It was a dope song, but like I'm saying, he still makes those kind of. He still makes those kind of songs. Soul song, man. He still makes those kind of songs. Listen to him, her and them. Listen to him, her and them, and then get back to me, man. Like he still he still makes meaningful R and B songs that like have a message. God's plan. Y'all check the video out. Nah, yeah. I ain't seen the video. 
I saw the video. I liked it. Uh, I, I'm still not a fan of the song. I can listen to the. I can watch the video with the volume down. We need positive Pete when it comes to Drake. Okay. Nah, fuck Drake. What up, Vin? Skinny, you seen it? I seen it. Damn, I'm, man. I keep calling you by your real <laughs> name and shit, man. My bad. You good, bro? Um, yeah, I seen it. Like when you had said to go on and look at it, he had dropped another video prior to that. Guys playing official video, and I yeah. think it's for like Tyra Banks or something. So that's the video I thought you was talking about. So I was like, it, it was cool. What you crying for? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, don't say I was crying and shit. I dropped a tear <laughs> or two. That's some much for light skin and shit. I see this motherfucker. Here you go and shit. Yeah. Hey, man, I can't lie. I did drop a tear or two watching the video. You know, I've nice. been real in tune with my feelings lately. With your feminine you side? I'm saying? But it wasn't because of Drake. You know, it was because of the happiness that you've seen in those people's eyes, you know, while he was helping them. Like, you can't act that out. You know what I'm saying? When he was hugging the boy, he helped his mom out. You know, he was talking to him about his mom. Like, yeah, I mean, he you did. can't act that. He did. He did a good you know thing. I'm saying he video. did his thing. You know, I hope in my time on this earth, I'm able to change people's lives like that. Not just with money. You know what I mean? With my spirit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, damn. You know. Yeah, I feel good. He did a good thing. He did a good thing, man. I'm saying that was dope to me, man. And in that second verse, when all the kids in the school, you know. Was rapping his lyrics, hey, that was dope, man. It's Drake. Hey, I don't give right. a fuck. It's Drake. She said, "Do you love me?" I tell her only partly. I, like I didn't shit. even know them words. What? <laughs> I didn't see the video like three times, and I still don't know the words. I only love my bed and my mom. I'm sorry. Ooh. I'm good. <laughs> they got the kids seen it. That was a cool line, though. I only love my what? bed and my mom. Um, I'm I'm not I'm not sold on this. You know, one of the, the the it was a young lady in the video um that he bought the car for. Um, you know, they were saying that he found her just by reading an article in the newspaper or whatever it was. He mm. found her just by reading an article though. So everybody he gave something to, he kind of like knew their background. I'm pretty sure as time goes on, you will start, you know, we'll start hearing the backstories. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, was it corny that he recorded it? Like I, I'm not. I hate people who record their good deeds. I really hate it because it's not. It's not about what you did. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's more so about you. So I really don't. I hate when people. But I'd rather him make a deeds. um a good deed popular than a bad deed. That's Everybody true too. makes bad deeds. And I kind of I kind of like like his follow up because after that he he made the was it a Twitter or. On Instagram, where he was basically saying like telling everybody to do something. Yeah, that was dope. Like yeah, that. and he and he said like don't hashtag it, like just tag me in it, cause I don't want this to be a hashtag or some trend. Just do this out the comments. Yeah, that's heart. dope. So I liked it. His like follow that. up to it. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like I like okay. that. I like the altruistic nature of, of his of his gesture. Uh, I don't think it was a coincidence. I don't think it was like man, we just gonna do a bunch of good shit. Y'all just happened to be in the area with a camera at the time. I'm not. I'm not. Like I think it was a pur- it was a purpose, but I mean I'm I'm, I'm for the purpose though, so yeah. fuck it. Yeah, it's a it's a good purpose. Yeah, whatever you know what it takes. I don't know if I really like the fact that he um, broadcast how much money it was in the beginning. I don't know if I was that that beginning part. I don't know if I was feeling that part. Just saying I, how much money he gave. Well, yeah, yeah I don't. he he could that could have came out later. You know what I'm saying? But it's like to put that. That's about. Recording your good deeds, you know what I mean? It's like, look, hey, I donated a million. I think, do you say that because you want a tax write off? Yeah, definitely. He wants a tax write off. 
Yeah, but is that his money or like the label's money? From what I read, from from my understanding, he said the label's money. So, does he get a tax write off for that? It's probably a marketing expense. Yeah, that's Something the that's the vid- like that. that's the yeah. that's the video budget. Yeah, you well, gave the money away. Like you still shot a video, so you did what you were supposed to do. Like we said before, amazing imagery, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But shout out to him for that video. Um, yeah, let's get into a little bit of battle rap. T top, man, dropping the Kanika bar. He wasn't the first one, so and it, we can't censor battle rap. That's something that definitely doesn't need to be censored. The family has a right to be mad, but all the casual battle rap fans that don't really watch battle rap shouldn't be mad. It happens every day. It was a hot bar. I liked I liked the bar. The bar was hot to me. So that's all I really like. Uh, yeah, what you said. The family has a right to be mad, but like I, that's battle rap. That's what they do in pretty battle much. Rap. Yeah. Like, but it, you know, it's I, nothing new. It, it, well, I think what it was is people's like, oh, too early. Yeah, like, but I, I mean, early. like we were saying yeah. in the group chat, you know, we do have a huge problem with using everything as entertainment. You know, even situations that have you know brought incredible hurt to people. It's like we, but all yeah, of it is. You, you can't be like that's battle rap. That's, you can't be too sensitive though. Like I think we, I think we are too sensitive in 2018. Like. You can't make jokes True. about these we people. Are. You can't make jokes about those people. You can't battle rap and say this person. Yeah, but if like, somebody used your family member in a bar. Yeah, and RIP Kanika. That was tragic. Though. Like, okay, like my family member, if I have a personal connection to a person, all right, or a, situ- or a personal situation, but like, if a nigga made a, if a, nigga made a fat joke, I, I wouldn't be like, oh, you out of line. Like, let's, let's bar you. Like, nigga, yeah, I'm fat. I mean, I'm not. Okay, let me let me, let me retract that. He I mean, I'm athletic around. chubby. <laughs> That's a better description. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm athletic chubby. He did turn around and apologize, though. Yeah, yeah stop apologizing. That's everybody, man. Stop you apologizing. fuck around and you make a video two seconds later apologizing. That's don't apologize. Oh, that's, that's corny to me. Don't, oh, ap- yeah, don't, don't apologize you get into your a art. fight and shit. Ten minutes later, you got a video. Nah. Like, that's all not- that's- that's oh, public that pressure. Is, that's public pressure. It's, that's not it's just corny to me, man. Smack probably made him apologize or something like that. He so. probably felt the pressure from the fans, but like, it's not genuine. Because from my understanding, you get you get assigned these battles like a month or two ahead, so you it took you time to write this rhyme. Like, man. if you if you really put thought and effort into writing this rhyme, then all of a sudden it don't go the way you he's want to go. And first, you, he's not the first one with a Kanika line. Exactly. It's just what it is. Is he's one of the more he's popular the, yeah. right now. Yeah. Because like I watch battle rap, like it's Me that's too. they do that like right. That I, bar, that, it was a Kanika bar, not even a month after Kanika had passed. Like the, the, the next major event, it was a Kanika bar in there. Yeah. Which I would expect, but I, like that's what I'm saying. Like it, it, to me, that makes your apology disingenuous. Like you took time and effort to to put these bars together, and all of a sudden it Own didn't it. go the way you wanted to go. Now it's oh I'm sorry. Own it, in my opinion, own it. Like yeah, you know, you know I didn't mean to offend the family, but he, I don't think he wanted that smoke with the yeah. Chicago Cats. I, I think that's what it was. Oh yeah, that might he didn't be. Want that smoke with the Chicago Cats. Um, Takashi Six Nine, man. He, I checked this dude out, man. He's a Mexican with a pink flat iron. Like it's not pink. How do it's, I take this serious? It's rainbow. Every it's rainbow. Not Mexican. He's like Puerto Rican or something. He's Puerto Rican and Mexican. I had to check that. Oh okay. Yeah, he's Puerto Rican and Mexican. Dude, he has a rainbow flat iron. Like, how the fuck do I take that serious? I, I don't. Look, I salute the dudes that went and fought his whole look 
entourage. Because it was only two of them. It was only two of them, and dude went at them. You know, and dude was actually by himself because the first dude was like recording at first. Yeah. yeah. And the dude, you know, and they, I mean, he got his man. He ended it, up dropping Takashi. Like that's it, that's what matters. Takashi, is he a street dude? Yeah. I heard he's getting extorted from um, them Brooklyn niggas. Like when he when he first came out with that. I'll be with your semi nigga, whatever the song was. Uh, he had all the red rags, so he been mm. repping oh Bloods God, or whatever dude. for New York or whatever the case may it. be. I I think they should have did more to do. I think if they catch his, catch him again, they should whoop his ass again. Yeah, I was hoping they did because him he's bad. he's like constantly being disrespectful with it. It's it's one thing to say something. Yeah, it's one thing to say something, but he's like constantly being disrespectful, disrespectful, disrespectful. So they somebody should have touched him. Uh, what is the child molestation allegations? What the fuck is that about? I didn't look deep about into a thirteen-year-old that. that I guess his homie was getting head or something from, and he was in the video. Oh my! God. So he had to plead guilty. He was seventeen. She was thirteen. She said she was nineteen. This is this is from what I read. I don't know yeah. the actual facts, but I guess that's what happened. So. Um, he got due to all this bullshit that's going on. He got shows being canceled due to threats of violence. Like, is it that serious of an image to put on to where you just gonna allow your pockets to get lighter? Because of shit he that. every look, everybody has to check in when they go to L.A. or to Detroit. Any of these inner cities, they have to check in. It's but him being disrespectful, saying he didn't have to check in and fuck L.A. Whoop de whoop whoop. You got to stand behind that as a man. At the end of the day, okay, checking What's, in ain't yeah. ain't checking in just extortion like on a friendlier tip. It, it's respect. If if niggas see you and they know you about that, they not you don't have to pay money. But he was fooled from the beginning because of that um, that molestation shit. Okay. So he was fooled. Okay, I have a question though, because I don't. This is I'm a square, so this is beyond my realm. Like, is it only rap? Like if I if I if it, if it's Tank coming to town, do Tank have to? Nah, if in? you putting off that image, I believe right. if you putting off that certain image, you gonna you have to check in. So I don't if know I, what this check in thing is, I, I, it sounds to me like now. it's just like, extortion. Like, no, hey, been you in my city, homie. This has been a thing. Like, like do, do you remember like a few years ago, Detroit had the no fly zone? Mm-hmm. Yeah, same that's, thing. That's, that's that's basically the same thing. Same that's just thing. how they how they termed it. Like if you come to Detroit and you're here to make money off the city, you gotta pay. It, it's you gotta a, pay the people that from the it's street. It's a respect thing. You go in there that's if you want to go to the hood, if you want to go to the Roscoe's on Pico and shit. You gotta tell uh, niggas you here, cause niggas, first of all, niggas gonna see you flashing, right? So it's gonna be somebody that's gonna want to run up on you. Basically, you're paying for protection. It's like a mafia thing. You're paying oh, for wow. protection from other gangsters. That's and that's, my, that's, that's, that's my all my it question. is. Like, do the Temptations have to check in when they come to town, <laughs> or is it just? <laughs> Is it just the rappers? I know you want to So is that part man. of the reason why uh, Chris Brown and all them started game? So, Soldier from Fruit Town, because Chris Brown and Soldier Boy yeah. are getting extorted from Fruit Town. They claim the same hood. They're not really from there, but they're getting extorted. they paying, um, I'm not going to say that, but yeah, they paying the Pyrus, Fruit Town. Wow. Well, I checked out the video, man. It's, it, the streets finally caught up to them. It was only two cats. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It looked like Takashi had like seven dudes with him. Yeah. Seven, eight dudes and with him. He still got dropped. How but, did he but still get dropped? But when dude got out the car, when dude got out the car, right? 
Takashi started backing away before his like bodyguard or whoever it was yeah, started. That nigga ran away. It's he like ran away. It's man. like the it's, it's like the nigga that's that's you know barking, wolfing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But in his head, you like, damn man, come get me, hurry up. Yeah. Come get me. Come get and then me. when he started thinking they was getting the best of him, he tried to run in and get him a couple hits in. And they yeah, it did. Something, a little, something sparked in his head. I was like, no, I'm going backwards. Let me go forward. And as soon as he walked in the street, he got, started getting worked. Like, dude, come on, man. Yeah, I was hoping they did him bad. He got to he he run that people, again. They trying to jump two people, and they didn't They didn't win that altercation. Like, it's six of y'all. But <laughs> then, check this out. But then he and then announces. And you dope fiend somebody, and you didn't even phase them. Like, that was the softest punch I ever but seen. But then, check this from. out. Then he announces he going to San Antonio, and guess what happens? They been banned him from that. <laughs> yeah, the Mexicans wasn't playing with him. He's on the making videos saying, you don't come here. Nah, you don't. You play. come to this club, it's gonna be issue. They tell you right by the border, right by the border too. Oh no, don't fuck around. His whole little career is, is basically it's shot crazy, now. man. Mm-hmm. And it he ain't doing nothing. Like trash. y'all become rappers to get out the streets, put money in your pocket. But it's like you become rappers to get back in the streets to lose shows, and your pocket's thinning. I don't, I don't, I'm not understanding it. Cause they, they young kids. They, you gotta learn how to separate. You gotta learn how to separate the art from the man. So I and I, I do he really? Got, I mean, you can't judge nobody. Can't count nobody's pockets, right? But if I have sixty dudes around me at all times, and I'm the breadwinner because that's what they, you end up being just basically a, giving your money out. You got yeah. sixty dudes. You the breadwinner. When you go to the ball, you buying Jordans. You buying him Jordans. Him Jordan. That shit is gay as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well. We don't get off of that. Um, I shout out to all the women on the no moral side of the game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I want you to tell me about that Snoop Dogg and uh, Jacquees single. That single was dope. The <laughs> single was dope. So what about this? Like he had a he dropped the EP, and hmm. the intro in that Jacquees single was amazing. I said, okay, Snoop getting somewhere. That shit turned to trash so fast. This wasn't the gospel <laughs> album, was it? <laughs> no. I didn't even listen. Oh, didn't even man. Listen this shit right. It. Hey, man. I don't so even out talk. of the new music, the only thing you liking right now is? Nipsey. Nipsey. That's it. I'm still I'm on local. the Black Panther soundtrack a huh? little bit. I'm local. I'm with the landlord. <laughs> yeah. I, I ain't listened to it yet, and I don't even know if I want Dude to. Dude, and dropped two classic albums to me. Let's see. That classic part. To that's, me. That's putting it up there with that's, uh and I am. I'm putting it up there. Hey, Blueprint? I'll listen no, to I'm not putting it up there. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to, but I'm, I'm putting it up there. I'm going to listen to it, man, and, and next show we'll talk about it. I mean, um, I'm just saying, listen to everything new to drop. Uh, but, yeah, man, Black China. I'm all for that movement. <laughs> no morals. No, I'm not for the dick licking. Like, you too old to be licking penis. Yeah. Like, come what? on. Like, Who really dropped the – okay, now – that we own this. Who dropped? The I video? don't know. Dude said he ain't got. He it wasn't. Rob said he ain't got nothing him. to do with it. It might have been Rob. Cause she's saying she's trying Where to. Where Rob somebody. get it from? Well, remember when they had their little beef? Rob said that she sent him a video of her having sex and and giving oral to her, somebody, and she that. he said that he was gonna drop it, and she had threatened it. But it was more than oral video, though. He said and everything, and then she said, "If you drop this video, I'm going to sue you." You sent it to me. In California, there's a law against that. Yes, well, revenge porn law. Well, anyway, I'll, I'll drive to Nevada and drive. What y'all think of the video? 
Did, video did, was who watched the full video? I didn't. Watch I didn't. The, I watched a piece of. I can't lie. Video. I did. It was the first porn I've watched all the way through since R. Kelly. Oh, God <laughs> damn! I watched the. Full and you know, I only really watched his. I was a young kid, I but I only watched it. his because I kept hearing about him pissing on people. Man, we, I, I don't even want to get into the R. Kelly video. That but shit. anyways, I did watch it all the way through. The shit was super trash. You know what I'm saying? She was sucking his dick like his shit stank. But oh. shout out to all the women who suck dick after long days of we pick up you. basketball. You're you're an invaluable you know member what I'm of the community. See, see, I don't know. I watched the video. I skimmed through it, I guess. She don't know. I, it looked like when she was doing, she was giving head, it looked like she she either wasn't interested to me it or like it was they, just straight trash. To me it like they was just joking around. Playing around No not when they was Getting down in the bed She was for real But I don't know If he was like Hurting her and shit She was like Stop stop I was like That head you give Me too finna get your ass When you on your period And you didn't promise Your man some head But you really wanna go to sleep So you like But even when she was like Riding them backwards Like it still was like To me it was like It was like entertainment It was like she was trying to I don't know Show her ass off Or something to him Her body It's like she was joking Or something like Her body is like Them little ass legs I was so disappointed in her titties. Oh God! I didn't look. At I did. I was like, Oh my God! She, her whole for you to have a whole new body, like you couldn't do better than this. But now she's talking about suing. So do she have a right to sue? Yeah, if she didn't California, release it, and she, it yeah. was it wasn't done without you know with her consent. You're a stripper. I want to know how she finessed all these dudes. You know, she had a baby by Tiger. She had a baby by the, the Kardashian dude. That's why I believe that. How she finessed all these dudes with? Trash like that. I don't think she's trash. I think that was a joke. I think she was. God damn it! That was was, a first impression for me, and that shit was garbage. Tiger wasn't gonna keep her that long. I don't think Tiger gonna keep her that long if she was that trash, and and not bringing in no money. Man, but Rob did had some work over there. He had uh, what's the Rosa Rosa Acosta? Like how you let Rosa Acosta go for that? But I go to the police too. Get that sh- trash off the goddamn <laughs> so, internet. Yeah, that. And uh, I don't watch Black Ink Crew, but the, the the chick Donna, she getting smashed in the bathroom stall. I like it. I like. Why the she, dude rolling a blunt? I like that she didn't let the fame change her. Like, stay who you are, baby. <laughs> I, hey, I gotta go back. I'm like, with the no more. I kind of watched the Black Ink thing. But I don't know if that's the dude that was saying that he was a bisexual or something. Oh, oh, oh. seaweed. I don't. I don't want nothing to do with that. Talk. No <laughs> dick talk. <laughs> there will be no dick talk, sir. Hey, uh, <laughs> Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams say that Beyonce, J Lo, Fergie, and Janet cannot sing live and needs auto tune. But she recognizes that Adele, Aretha, Celine, Dionne Warwick, and Mariah don't need auto tune. Now I'm all here. I'm all for the Beyonce slander. Nah, I'm no. all for the Beyonce That's slander until everybody. y'all Kelly gets her just due on being the lead singer she's of not, Destiny's Child. She's not the lead singer of Destiny's Child. She's but not the lead singer of Destiny's Child. Why did you say she's that? She's the most talented. Period. She's not that either. But I was following her. Her best song is "Dirty Laundry." I was following her. Relax. <laughs> her best song isn't her best song. Isn't her song? But whatever. Her best song isn't her song. What's her best song then? T-shirt? Dilemma. The or motivation. Cater to you. Her best song is Dirty Laundry. Go ahead and relax. I was with her until she said Mariah. 
do we need a reminder? Man. You said Mar- Mar- but Cue you said- it up. It's coming. You. Come to you. Oh, 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 Carlos Music School. Make my wish come true. I'm just gonna keep on waiting. I hear those bells ringing. Won't you please bring my baby to me? So make my wish come true. Hey, man, Wendy Williams getting trashed on Twitter, too, by the Beehive. And then yeah. oh, you knew that was coming. now she has to take a three-week. She's taking a three-week <laughs> break due to, I think, Graves' disease or something. I don't know. How coincidental. Right. Uh, Remy Ma's sister arrested for allegedly shooting a woman and then running her over with her car. Don't play with them people. Good God. Yeah. She, she is currently being held without bond. Mm-mm. It's happened on Monday the nineteenth, and they released the the article today. No wonder no one wants smoke with Remy, man. Yeah, oh, she, she, got crazy. she got shooters. Shit. Uh, real quick, um, Ray Carruth. If y'all not, if y'all don't know who that is, that's the football player who got this young lady pregnant, had her killed while she was pregnant. The baby survived. Uh, he's ex- he's expected to be released from prison later on this year, I believe. After yeah. 17 years, he says he wants custody of his son. Uh, any thoughts on that? Yeah, that nigga's a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, he's tried. He's tried. I under I understood where he's coming from though. Like to be like, you know, I want I want I did I served my time. I want a second chance on my son's life. But like, mm. what do you say to your son? Exactly. I tried to kill you. Like. <laughs> My bad. I think the his son is. I don't know if he's uh, autistic. He's autistic. Got yeah. some cerebral palsy or some cerebral yeah. palsy or something like that. Yeah, he's had his, he has I some complications. As I, I think this, his son is what like is seventeen, eighteen already. Right, he old now. So when I, I don't read know the article if custody would be in there, but nigga, you tried to kill me. Right. Forgiveness. Shit, I don't know about that one. Like you tried to kill me, dog. He did. Well, I don't think. I think he was trying to kill the mom. So it, it wasn't personal. Yeah, but she he was, was trying pregnant. to kill. Yeah, he was trying to kill both. He's trying it's, to kill both. It was of because them. she was pregnant. Well, it wasn't personal. I didn't know you then. Uh, <laughs> hey man, uh, peace to the God, Malcolm X. You know, uh, you guys will be hearing this tomorrow. But uh, 50, 53 years today, we lost not just one of our great leaders, but an amazing man. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? His book changed yeah. my life. Absolutely. It's the greatest book ever to I me. Still never That's finished my Bible. that book. I started it and I yeah. never like finished it. Uh I man. Have a hard time. Do they have the audible? Man, here he go. I need <laughs> I have to this You gotta feel it, man. You gotta feel those pages. I don't think I, I don't think I read Malcolm's. I read Booker T. Washington. Oh. Booker T. I mean, Washington. Man, like only that. I read Iceberg Slim. <laughs> <laughs> Um, man, uh, happy belated birthday to my guy Skinny. Good looking. You know, we happy wish you birthday. many. We yeah. wish you many more, man. I'm hoping you. I'm happy you riding with us on this one, man. 
Oh yeah, I'm here. Appreciate you, I'm man. Here. I'm here till it's over with, and hopefully it ain't never over with. Absolutely. Um, quick shout out to Ebony. Yeah. Uh, creator of the Cousin Clubhouse. What she do? Hey man, she just she made the you know the little group we in man. Yeah. We know like a little oh. tight little family and shit. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Got, got a trip to oh, New Orleans and, coming and, up. And she uh she put it out there when we first started. She let everybody know like go listen. Yeah, in. that was that was like, that was did. love. She did. That was what's up. Um, you still yeah, ugly as hell if you listen to New Orleans. New Orleans. Oh my god. Oh, free titties. Hey, I'm talking about wifey. So. I'm going freeze. But yeah, man, peace to her and her family. Get at her uh, on Facebook at Ebony Tucker. Um, is that it, fellas? Yeah, man. Right. Y'all be, yeah. Any shout-outs, anything? N- no. No shout-outs? No shout I mean, Black History Month's almost over. That's going to be a sad thing, but... You know, that's gonna be a sad thing. We didn't yeah, care about this right month going in. Exactly. Yeah, I can't believe you just said <laughs> it's gonna be a sad thing. I right, don't care about this month. Where can they reach you at? Fats. F T E underscore Fats on Instagram and Twitter. Ivan. Young Al Bundy. Y U N G underscore Al underscore Bundy. B U N D Y. That name. That is Twitter and Instagram. Skinny. I just got my Twitter account open. It's. Skinny Junior underscore seven seven seven. My Instagram is full of game seven seven seven. And then my Facebook is Skinny Junior. Hey man, uh my Instagram is Mr. Spencer eighty eight. Uh my Twitter is just call me Spence without a T. Just call me Spence. And I think that's it. Thank you all for listening to Beehive. the views from the seven podcast. We out. Beehive, Beehive. get his ass. <laughs>